This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Eric. Joining alongside me, as always, is Chris. And making his annual return is Matt. How you doing, man? I don't know about annual, but... I mean, every year you come back at least once or twice. Yeah, I, I, I like to come back periodically. Either way, welcome back. Thank you for having me. All man. right. And I'm glad you're here because I'm going to need another person to help out with me and Chris because if we were to do this, we'll sit here for three hours. As people would know, if they listen to this podcast, me and Chris will sit here all the time I and just go on for two, two hours. And, yeah, let's do that. Oh, I don't know. Chris is showing me something right now. He is. Does this have something to do with the show? Uh, it yes, does. it does. Yes, all it right, does. you want to read it? Um, right, yeah. We'll just, yeah right so yeah, I know we it. wanted to start off with one thing, but we'll... we'll Take in the other breaking news first. So, um, literally five minutes before we started this, Todd Gurley was released from the Rams. And, you know, as a Falcons fan, I follow a lot of the pages on my Twitter. And there were some rumblings that, you know, the Falcons might be interested. Obviously, they cut Freeman. We're going to get into more of those cuts and free agency signings in a little bit. Uh, but, you know, he, he got cut. So, we're, I guess you would say we're in the need of a running back. Um, and then Josina Anderson tweeted out that her understanding is among two of the Todd Gurley's desirable destinations. Recently, it's been between Atlanta and Miami. Uh, but the Dolphins just brought in Jordan, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, yeah. For, so, for like a really um, cheap deal. So. Yeah, So and, and since he got released, you know, you're no longer carrying that huge contract if you nope. bring him on. So, They're um, carrying that dead money. So so maybe they that is a possibility. Um, not, not sure how that's going to go. We'll get more into that later. Um, but yeah, you can go into the other news now, Eric. <laughs> I will go into the other news, but I want to start... From absolute scratch and work from there because we have a lot of ground to cover from our last episode. The, our world's kind of flipped upside down since our last episode, I guess you would say. Oh, yeah. And I mean, even though you've been on the phone with me for the past couple weeks, it was just because of convenience. But now it's like you're here and probably one of the worst times to ever be in contact with a person. And now, yeah, man, that's the big thing going on in the world right now is the coronavirus. And as you know, and we didn't even talk about it last because it didn't happen yet, but. NBA is canceled, NHL canceled, MLB opening day is pushed back. Almost every sport sports canceled. are collapsed. Sports <laughs> are done. The As XFL season ended, and we just interviewed an XFL player like not too long ago. Not long at all. But, and then we were actually going to bring him back for like a midseason interview. I, I listened like, to that. I listened to that episode. That was Jake good. Payne's my guy, and we talked about it. He went viral on on Twitter for taking off the Bud Light yeah, seltzer. He bit it off. I, I, I think we're just gonna just gonna claim that the DC Defenders took home the first championship. Uh, I think a lot of people can make claims like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, roughnecks are out there, but, but bro, I was. We were even planning on going to an XFL game. Yeah, we were. Like it was uh, going to be in like a week from now or something. Jake was playing. I think yeah. it was like the end of March. Uh, Guardians game. The Guardians yeah. game was the Guardians and the Battle Hawks at MetLife. Uh, so yeah, now that's down the drain. But <laughs> yeah, this this thing is getting really bad. But we, we do know that the XFL is confirmed for the next. Yes, it years. is coming. It is coming back. Oh, it is confirmed. Yes. Now? It well, it was it was locked in for at least two or three years. Okay, I didn't know that from from the get go. Because what from the things I've heard, I and you know how these players are speaking out on the internet. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, thanks for the opportunity. Like I'm like, oh, wait, we're done. Like I thought this was like the inaugural season. And you'll come back and like finish. No, there will the be season, an XFL but, next year. Oh, that's good then. At least according to Vince McMahon. I mean, take that however you will. I hope it comes back. Yeah, I It looked like a good time. I like what Oliver Luck was doing. I would have at least liked to see this season go to completion. So at least hopefully we'll get one full season. I feel like you kind of got to start from scratch. You can't pick up where you left off. No, 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 no. I know. I'm just saying I I want at least one full season. Yeah, yeah. So next year we might be able to get that. I was was hoping to see a full season because I want an alternative to the NFL after the NFL ends. And I feel like the XFL kind of hit the the nail on the head. It, It felt like it was like a good alternative to it if you're not if the nfl is not on you're waiting for next season xfl yeah. is a good thing to jump right into yep um, helps you with your uh, football withdrawal yeah uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else i'm missing well in terms of our personal lives uh 
you know, I, I just got an email today that my school and I'm in my senior year of college that we're all doing online classes for the remainder of semester. So this is affecting yeah. everyone, not just sports, but sports is one of the big ones. And as, along with sports, players are getting the virus themselves. Yeah. With, yeah. I think it was like Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks were like within like an hour the day that came out. That yeah, was yeah. the news. Kevin Durant. Then Donovan Mitchell. Kevin Durant. And then we don't know the other players Several on the team. Nets. Yeah, I think it was like four, there including were, there were, yeah, four, including him. Yeah, Spider Mitchell, um, yeah, soccer players. There were a few soccer players yeah, that were getting it. Juventus um, players, yeah, Juventus players, yeah. So those like sports is frozen right now. Yeah. Absolutely nothing going on. But the big thing right now is good thing we're a football podcast. Uh, sports where is is mostly frozen. However, the the K I want to say KHL. The Russian Hockey League, they will stop. Oh, they don't it. care. They will stop at nothing. <laughs> and you will not take and I'm hockey sure away from Russians. UFC is still going on too. I think that's one of the worst things to do because yeah. if you're getting cut and stuff and you're touching Bleeding people and you're on sweating, each other. it's like not great. Yeah, not great at all. But likewise, uh, yeah, all, universities are closing, sports are closing, businesses are closing. Yeah, it, it's the world bad. is essentially coming to. a We have a curfew still. now. We we can't do that. A suggested we can, curfew. We can't it's, be on that much longer. We got four hours left yeah, until I curfew. I <laughs> totally forgot about that. It's it's not it's not compulsory, but it's not it, is, it is a heavy yeah. suggestion. Yeah. Um. But anyway, you know, football yeah, goes but, on. A lot of people are signing contracts right now. More franchise tag. Cheap plug. Ideal, the, ideally, the, the NFL podcast, will be able to start on time. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, everybody was everybody was worried that the free agency wasn't going to be able to go as planned. The draft wasn't going to be able to go as planned. And I feel like, you know, as we mentioned, all these sports are now not happening. We've been bored. We're quarantined. What are we going to do? And I feel like this time of the year for the whole reason with the contract signings and free agency is always exciting. And I feel like it's j even more exciting now because this is basically the main thing going on. So you're sitting there refreshing Twitter just waiting to read something at this yeah. point. Because you have like nothing else to to watch, nothing else to do. It's just kind of like, all right, like I got homework to do, I got this, but like, what's going on in sports? Like, this is the only main thing going on. So. One more thing to touch on: if you're not following Franchise Tag uh, Pod on Twitter, be sure to go do that because I had a tweet go a little bit viral um, over the past couple of days during free agency, and I responded to Bleacher Report Gridiron on Twitter um, about the whole DeAndre Hopkins thing, and we're gonna get into that a little later. But I I got just close i think my, like just but it didn't have enough legs it might still go i don't know it's it's an old tweet by now but <laughs> 400 likes and like 30 retweets and it's like that's the first time i think we, we were getting both some, my page and like my regular twitter page and that one went we're viral anyway, love. Shape or form. yeah i love it some love. love it i gotta keep it moving but i know i mean know. i was getting a little bit of love on uh my own personal twitter i, I tweeted uh I, I think it was like benjamin albright or something i think he tweeted something about uh Jameis, and they were like he's like oh he's gonna the patriots are gonna get him and they're gonna bring him to the super bowl and everyone's like, no, no, no. And I was like, well, it is Lasik Jameis. You never know. Anything's possible now. Everything. Everybody's saying every other quarterback besides Cam Newton yeah. in terms of being a Patriot. Like, yeah. Every yeah. single other player has I've been in Like yeah. Andy Dalton more than anything. Oh, yeah. And I've then, seen Andy it, like, Dalton maybe, seems to be the favorite. Yeah, I've seen it maybe once. I don't know why he's not for Cam, bro. Maybe once someone talked about Cam going to the Pats. That was it. Maybe once I've seen it. Everyone else, yeah. Like you said, I've heard Dalton... Um. Yeah, I heard. I mean, Trubisky. That was disgusting when I heard that. But I was like, no. But while we're, while we're talking about the absence of uh, an effective quarterback in mm -hmm. New England, let, let's let's talk about the what we do know, and that's Brady going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was the that was gonna be the first thing on the list, and I'm glad you brought that up because I still can't believe it. And I remember I heard the news. I actually woke up from a nap. <laughs> it was like I guess like middle of the day type thing. I, yeah. I, I forgot what day it was. And I think like two days ago officially or. Was it yesterday? Uh, I don't even what's remember. What's today? Thursday? Okay. Yesterday. I think it was yesterday. No, it was yesterday. I think it was it yesterday. It feels so long ago, and it still doesn't feel real. But um, 
It's mm. not confirmed. He hasn't signed the contract. Not yet. He's yeah. still negotiating it. Um, he's doing. Uh, did you say he's doing a physical right now? In New York uh, he's yeah. That's what they're waiting on is the physical. Yeah, it's a little. It's, it's a little tough right now to do physicals. Um, in terms of the NFL and sports right now, due to this whole virus thing going on. But why would you go to New York out of any other place to yeah, do a I physical? Don't, that's like the worst. That's place the worst to be place right to go now. right now. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely the worst place to be in right now. Anyway, but uh, not confirmed, but confirmed basically by Adam Schefter and everyone else. Um, who was there to confirm this announcement and, NFL, and people working in the NFL and have sources that Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And it came down to, there, there, there were some teams out there. Buccaneers were one of them. Didn't think he would want to go there. Raiders were a big Raiders one. were a big one. Even Dana White was like, Chargers. come through. The Chargers, I thought was, that was going to be I it. thought that That's was it was too, go. yeah. That's what I believe. It all made sense. From L.A., you know, it made sense. Maybe he'd go the, back. The Bucks were were not really the main. I wasn't no, even, but they, they're, yeah, I wasn't even Bruce, thinking about them. But Bruce Arians is like, let's give him as much money as we have right now. Well, that well, that's what it came down to. I mean, you had it was between the Chargers and them, and they both were allegedly giving really big offers. And then, uh, you know, it came out that the Bucks were really the front runners. And as of right now, you know, nothing's official as we mentioned, but he is still, uh, you know, that front runner. Uh, basically, everyone's he's basically on the Bucks, uh, as barring this whole physical going well. So I, I definitely didn't see that. Um, I remember I the one thing that bothered me so much, and I'm just gonna say this, and then we can move on. I hated the talks that they said, "Oh, he's gonna go to the 49ers." I got why. I hate that was, the Giants just too. No, no reason for that. To Giants happen. too. I'm like, why is that even a name no being reason, brought up right no now? No reason. Yeah. I mean, the media kind of blew it up. They they wanted to force the storyline, which they, I understand, but it just wasn't logical. But the fact that out of everything, where the Bucks seemed the most ridiculous, he ended up going there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. I think I think the reports that I saw from Adam Schefter and a couple other people in Ian Rappaport is that it's going to add up to around thirty million a year. About that, yeah, yeah. That's so, that's right. Yeah. And it's there's it's not an exact number, but where do you think he'll rank in terms of highest paid quarterbacks right now? Because thirty million a year um, is like the standard for every high paying quarterback. Because what is what is the Dak top is right smiling 30, right now? What at is, that is it? Russell Wilson that's the highest right now. He's number one. Does he have thirty? And I, looked, I saw on Forbes yesterday that he's like. Top ten highest paid athletes like ever. Wow. Yeah, with that contract that he just got. I didn't well, because I think it's him. He's in there. I think Aaron Rodgers is in there. Derek uh, Car- is Derek Carr in there. Derek Carr is like he's like he used to, he was lower. number one for like two seconds. Oh, and Kirk Stafford Cousins. was like two days later, and then they all kind of shifted down. Yeah, you have Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan's in there. I think Roethlisberger was in there. Garoppolo, Roethlisberger. Um, um, now Drew Drew Brees because he got that two year. I think it's thirty three a year. It was like. I thought was, it was two it for sixty six. Wasn't that it, or was was that the official number? I can I can actually I have something up right now. I could try. I to remember find it being it. like two year fifty million or something like that. And um, now we got that could have been it. I could be mistaking it with someone else. Let's see. Um, but yeah. talking about Tom Brady because that's the biggest thing right now, and we have a lot of other things to go to. But with but let's talk now that as far it's a fish as, as far as him getting money and as far as him being a Tampa Bay Buccaneer how do we feel about him being on the team and the weapons he's going to work with him working with Bruce Arians and being on a new team after 20 years I and mean, working with the same people obviously it's a, it's, a, it's a drastic change from what we're used to um I think one of the bigger aspects of this of this move is that now players are going to look at Tampa as an ideal location to Did go. Did you see what Adam Shepard yeah. said? He's been saying he said since that teams this morning. Were, teams were calling in, being like, yeah, yeah, yeah we want, we, I want to play on the Buccaneers. See what there, I, there are rumors of Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, wanting to he go. He wants to bring Antonio Brown back to yeah, whatever team I, he wanted I, to go to. Antonio Brown wants to go there. See, but what I just don't understand about that 
Um, is I mean, yeah, Tom Brady is obviously a very desirable quarterback. Um, you saw that the second there were rumors that he wasn't going to be returning to the Patriots before they became announced, and uh, you know everybody knew for sure. Um, that, you know, everybody, a lot of teams were on that list of of wanting to be in the talks for Tom Brady. Uh, so obviously he he brings a lot to the table. I mean, six time Super Bowl champ. He's been the MVP of the league. Um, just a great career overall. Has never left the one place he's been drafted and, to. But, but that's the thing. And I feel like, you know, one of the common themes that we've been hearing the last year or so is that his arm is just not what it used to be. He's throwing a lot more checkdowns and, and things along those lines. And I feel like you have Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin who are more vertical threats. So I feel like if they're, they're like, you know, that's why Jameis, as much as he threw 30 touchdowns, 30 picks, he was throwing it down the field a lot. I feel like the reason these receivers both went over 1,000 yards, even while being injured, was because Jameis had no problem slinging it down the field. So I feel like, you know, they're still going to put up great numbers, obviously, but I feel like they're going to have to change that around a little bit. I don't think Brady can just sling it down the field like he used to um, or what Jameis was doing for them last year. No, I feel definitely like not, but he, he's very good at, like, finessing, like, you know, like, like the route, like, he knows exactly, like, obviously you're going to know what routes your wide receivers are running, but he puts it in, like, a specific place and, like, well, it's, like, perfect timing every single time. It's like, how does that not... You well, know, the, turn into an interception. How is it not incomplete? But it's I like mean, but that's, he gets it out quick too. Obviously, no one game manages as well as Brady. Well, yeah, no, but but, that, but the other thing that you bring up is a good point is that you know he knows where his receivers are going to run. If he's running a and little bit different of a fast. scheme, he's like you got to get there quick. But so that's the thing. If he's running a different scheme now, he, it's not. I mean, he, the whole thing of oh Brady's a system quarterback. If that is in fact true, yeah. I guess we'll find. That's why out. it's interesting because now we're going to find out. Also, because, also the comparison of this new Bucks O line in comparison to his his New England O line. Yeah, is going to be. Something he's gonna have to get used to. Well, that's you know, something he's had that dynamic, especially with uh, I want to say was it Slater, Matthew Slater, Matthew Slater. Yeah, he's on special teams. Oh, um, not Matthew Slater. Um, who was that tackle that he? They had a lot of tackles this year. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of Nate Solder, but he's a giant. Yeah, he's, he's a giant. Just, a giant. Yeah. They have they have God, Tooney. Was... He might even be a guard. I don't remember if he's a tackle. They just yeah. tagged him, I think. Um, Rams have released Clay did, Matthews. Didn't they get Isaiah yeah. Wynn? Isn't isn't he one of their guys? Isaiah Wynn, yeah, he was out for a little bit, and he mm-hmm. came back, and they had Marshall Newhouse, who was in there for a little bit. So they, yep. they intertwined a lot of linemen, but they a lot of their investments were into their linemen, but mm-hmm. not enough into their wide receivers. And I think that's the showed. main. That's also probably a big reason why he left in the first place, because it's like if he's going to be rotating wide receivers and running backs every single year, like they don't even exist. It's like why should I even be here? Because I'm like at this later part in my career, I can make money somewhere else if I want to. Um, I can have better weapons somewhere else if I want to, if people want me. And obviously the Bucks did, and they cashed in. And we have yet to find out what exactly that contract entails, but it's it's going to be massive for sure. It's, and how, yeah. First of all, how long is this year? How long is that contract going to be? What is he I'd doing? imagine like a two-year deal. Two if year? I if I make a guess, I'd say about two. He's forty-three, right? Isn't that how old he is? Yeah. I think he's forty-three. I mean, you can't if you're going to give him. Clearly, he's now you know I won my championships. If I'm going to play somewhere else, I, I want the money. He wasn't going to get that in New England. That's the main priority right now, so you can't give him... I don't think you're going to be able to give him, and I think it's you know delusional to give him a longer-term three-, four-year deal for averaging around $30 million a year. I just think that's not worth it. I don't think you're going to get a return on your investment in that aspect, so I think you know a two-year deal is about a good amount. So I'm having really trouble... I'm having a lot of trouble like distinguishing... Are they going to be nice or are they not going to be nice? Because they, the they were seven and nine last in the division, right? So, and mm-hmm. where do they go now? A lot at of people point, are making memes that are like, "Yeah, wait, what, what were you going to say?" I was just going to. At this point, I imagine the Bucks are a playoff team, but I can't imagine them well, making this, a deep playoff no. run. But this is the problem: is that as we brought up uh, a few times already, 
We don't know what Brady can do outside of New England without Belichick. He's always had Belichick. Belichick's always had Brady. I'm so glad we're going to so, find out instead so of him retiring exactly. in New England. This will also retire the. Uh, <laughs> this will also retire all these talks of like, oh, Brady was nothing without Belichick. Yep. Belichick was yep. nothing without Brady. The, now we'll know. The media is loving this right now. Oh, they have segments for the next like they've however been, long that contract they've is. They've been waiting years for this. Love this. And, and Colin Coward yeah. is jumping up and down right oh, now yeah. as we speak. And and that's the thing we're going to have to find out. I mean, that's why it's so difficult to say. Oh, is this going to be? You know, is this what the Bucks were missing? I mean, you know, you look at it as a team aspect. Well, if the defense wasn't able to help them in games, he's not on defense. He can't help them out in that aspect. So, you know, there's still going to be problems with... When you bring him in, there's still going to be problems around the team. It's not like he comes in and fixes it all. I mean, in my opinion, I'd say if you brought in Belichick, maybe that'd have a little bit more impact because it's a coach. Uh, but to bring in a quarterback, that that's not Tom, just Tom Brady. That's everybody. You could bring in one really great star player... Um, and you know that doesn't mean that they fix everything that's wrong with the team. The fans are happy. They might show up to the games now to see that player, uh, but just that one individual player is not. I don't think is going to have the the impact to change the way that that whole team goes. I mean, they had what did we say? Seven wins. I, I could see them seven get maybe wins. nine or ten. And there's the stat that came out that Jameis and Tom Brady had the same amount of uh, what was it? Their QBR. Their QBR was, was the yeah. same. Uh, yeah, and it was very. They were very similar. I mean, but Jameis <laughs> is way over the top because he went thirty and thirty. But yeah. while we're mentioning, <laughs> while we're mentioning Jameis. Uh, how fitting is it that his first pass attempt in the NFL and on the Bucks was a pick six, and his final pass attempt? No, hold on, hold on. We well, know on, Tom Brady's on. last pass was a pick was six a pick against six. the hold against on. the Rhines, against the Titans. Yeah, guys, Sean Payton tested positive for the coronavirus. This just came in. Are you f- kidding wow. me? He it just came. How in. How old is Sean Payton? No. Uh, probably in his fifties, forties, fifties. I'd say like fifties. Wow, 50s. dude. That's bad. It, it just yeah, multiple sources too. So it's not it, it's real. Wow. That's uh that's very unfortunate. That yeah, I, I was literally looking through, I was like, what is this saying? Yeah, it, it's not fake, it's it's real. Hmm. Well, I know obviously the season isn't gonna start for a little bit, but the fact that someone within the NFL now has tested positive for it, and I don't know if anyone else has besides Sean Payton, but this could potentially belay, delay some things. Well, I mean, that's that's what happened with the NBA. The NBA was planning on just, like, cutting out fans coming in. Then you have the whole Rudy Gobert situation. And then within minutes, like within, they Because if it. someone within the league, yeah, if it happens to someone, it's like we have to shut down everything. And that's the thing. And now, you know, you don't know he's in the facilities. If, if they were in the facilities or if he was in contact with any players recently... Uh, you don't know how that's going to spread. Yeah, exactly. It's it's difficult. See, the first thing with Sean Payton, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, he's an NFL head coach. He's got he's loaded. He's got money. He's got resources. Like he doesn't need to be exposed to anything. He probably has all the resources he needs to be, you know, kept safe from this. Mm-hmm. But also thinking about Sean Payton as a person, he kind of seems like the type to disregard all the warnings of like staying inside and all this. And he probably <laughs> is not listening to anything. That he was actually the first to, to say that he thought that free agency was going to be delayed. Maybe maybe night. he had a feeling he like he, he was feeling not I'm great. Thinking the same exact thing. Maybe he was like, oh, you know, he, he had a feeling, you know, he was feeling off. He thought maybe I have it. And then uh, but just didn't want to go public. But until it, you know, came out and broke that he actually had it. I need to find out how old he is. He's got to be in his 50s. Uh, yeah, he's got to be in at least his 50s. Late, like late 50s. He is 56. Yeah. See, Tom Hanks is 63. He's in, he's in the, uh, the category of high risk. Yeah. Tom Hanks. That age. No, no uh, him, yes, because he's, he's 63. Yeah. And now Sean Payne, yeah. It pairs up to Sean Payne. Man. That sucks. 
That was just announced like two minutes ago, right? Yeah. I'm not refreshing any anything on me, but but that that's huge. That's yeah, huge. literally within the last minute or two, it came out, and multiple sources have uh, confirmed it. I'm looking at it right now. Adam Schefter, yeah, Sean yep. Payne said he came forward with the coronavirus diagnosis. Well, that's uh, terrible, terrible, yeah, terrible thing, man. Wow. Um, but does he uh, live in? Nor- like oh, I'm sure he's, he's been there for a while. I'm sure because I was gonna say because I sure. know like all I, I mean I don't know if he's been traveling or whatever. But I was gonna say I know there's been a lot of cases where we are right now in the New York, New Jersey area. Um, I haven't heard much. I know that they're not really too close to us, but I haven't heard much of the uh, of, of how bad it's impacting people down there. Uh, Saints fans. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that's kind of messed up. You shouldn't be making a joke right away, but <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Very, People very love best. making jokes about this, man. That's why there's an NFL memes page. Especially, exactly especially why. Twitter. Uh, no, no, Twitter is ruthless. Twitter is, yeah, you don't so, want yeah, to go on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter no, is like, like when we were talking about the XFL where like someone the throws a thing. pick and like the, uh, the commentator or whatever goes up right next to them right as they after they threw the pick. That's How do you the, feel? One of the best That's things Twitter. ever. That's yeah. literally what Twitter is. They just roast somebody right away. Like, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, but to kind of round out this uh, whole Tom Brady talk, I, uh, I don't know if we're missing anything or anything like that. I honestly think um, the outcome of the first season of Tom Brady being on the Bucks, uh, I think will end up being in like some form of wild card, you know, I, I guess birth. they're gonna make the yeah wild card berth or something like that because I necessarily don't I don't necessarily think they're going to have the best record in the world. No, I think it might translate and to like another. They're all getting accumulated to each other. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like there's no way this clicks the first year. No, Mm-mm. and so on that second year, that's where everyone's gonna be debating. And it's like, oh, is mm-hmm. this where we're gonna see the Tom, Tom Brady, Brady that we've been, missing? been on the same team for twenty years? He's not gonna adjust this quickly. Exactly, that's the thing. And I mean, especially or he might surprise us, and maybe he's just the naturally gifted system quarterback or non-system quarterback that Patriots fans have been arguing this whole time. So here's my question, and we're gonna obviously this will be the topic of discussion for a very, very long time. So we don't have to be stuck on just yes. this one signing out of all the other ones because a lot mm-hmm. of other ones are important too. The league is literally upside down. Like all, every player that you very know chaotic. is probably not on the same team right now. <laughs> um, but what's the Patriots' next move? I would Dalton. I I wouldn't be surprised honestly if they try to somehow. Um, Find a way to draft a quarterback. I don't. I don't know how to move up a little bit. I don't know how they would or, do it. Or, or they tank for Trevor Lawrence. People I, have been I saying that. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I just think the way people have been Bill saying Belichick the Panthers. Is, that's, the, that's the move for the Panthers right now. Yeah, I, I feel like the way Bill Belichick is, I just can't see it. I can't see him just like tanking on purpose, just just for a pick. I mean, it, when you think about that it, that would though, probably be the best move he's correct, done is to tank. Correct me if I'm wrong. Bridgewater went to the Panthers, right? He did three years, yeah. sixty million. I mean, so that's why I can't imagine the Panthers. And I don't. Yeah, and the other thing is with Cam, he has to be traded. Well, no, no. Actually, while we were talking, um, they're not really getting much for what they hear. They're, so they're, they they're saying him. they're going to release him. They think it's going to happen soon. I think that's more Cam likely Newton, to happen. Cam Newton could be the future of Chicago. I would love that. That'd be but incredible. they just got Nick Foles, and now they got to pay him all that money. They did. So I don't. That looks so to me that getting Cam Newton's happening. probably not going to happen. And, and that was the thing. So, Everyone thought Cam Newton was going there. That's so. why it's like I don't know why his name isn't attached to the Patriots or anything like that. I talked to you guys before we started recording. I think why isn't that a name that's going to be on there? And where else would Cam probably go? Not many places because this yeah. is a big quarterback draft coming Jaguars? up right now. Jaguars. They might move on with Minshew. Well, I mean, the reason that they moved on from Foles was for Minshew. I don't see them. I mean, they, they, I don't think they, it was for Minshew. I think they saw that contract. They're just like, we can't. You can't do this. Pay this. So they wanted someone else to pick it up. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, it's yeah, been... we're, we're gonna have to see what happens. But I think the Patriots' next move is, and like you said, if they could potentially draft a quarterback, which I don't think they'll do, I think they're more than likely signed for one. 
Um, whoever signs whoever signs on isn't automatically going to be the answer because here's the thing, a big reason this is like on the list of things why Tom Brady should leave. Like the is like um, if I should or if I shouldn't is that they don't have weapons. And I don't know if you saw the report. Yeah. Like the only thing they've done so far, like after the legal tampering started, is sign a wide receiver for like a one year deal. And everyone's like, this is exactly why he left. Yeah. It's like you're not making moves for any star wide receivers or anything like that. Well, they were in the but, talks. Um, you know what? We'll get to it. I don't want to ruin anything. And then once we get to it, I'll, I'll mention that the, who they were in the talks for. All right. So, there. Uh, I know there's a lot of free agent signings going on and trades and whatnot. Um, the new CBA that passed. I think maybe the biggest consequence of this, or not the biggest, but a big consequence of this. Josh Gordon, who is technically currently suspended, yeah, has stated he intends to play this season and Which is working he out. Should be allowed to. Yeah, he should. Yeah, everyone's working, kind of rallying for him right now. Working this out with media. Goodell to help him get reinstated. But what do we think about Josh Gordon, and where do we think he might play? He said he wants to stay with the Seahawks. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Even that's, I mean, that's technically not where he's going to go just because he said it. But he yeah. said he, I don't know if you saw his tweet, but he said it's like, it's like I want to come back and I, I know I definitely want to play. But if I'm going to play somewhere, I definitely do like these neon uniforms. So well, I mean, that's the thing. He I, might stick around. I, I think that would be a good idea. Is it, is it the neon uniforms or is it Russell Wilson throwing to him? Well, that was that was the other thing Both. I was going to say. I mean, you figure the two teams. Both. Um, Both. That he, he could be going to, you know, you figure maybe the Patriots would be in the running and then the Seahawks, but I don't think the Patriots. No, 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 no. Who, they don't even know who's going to throw to him right now. I don't think that would be a good idea for him to go there. I don't think he, that's a desirable location for him. No, no. We'll have to see what happens. But uh, let's get into it. So uh, we spoke about this last time, and I'm only going to touch on this briefly because there's a lot to cover, but it's that the NFL officially came to a decision on the, on the uh, CBA, and there won't be any lockout. Um, but there will be labor peace through 2030. Um, no work stoppage, obviously. Um, the voting came down to yes being uh, 1,019 and no 959, and over that 500 was, and over 500, close. but over 500 players did not vote at all. Abstained. Well, yeah, I think it, it was like I think that comes out to like it was like 51 percent to like 49. And Odell or was pissed on Twitter. He was like 500 voices, nothing said. And then people were like, replying. I don't mean to get political, but they're just like, this is why, like, in elections, it's like, it's why it doesn't go a certain way because there's a lot of people that don't vote at all. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, just... I know that he wasn't happy. I think Michael Thomas, uh, you have all those, you he have those, also came out and said something. All those 500 voices going, oh, why should I vote if it, my vote doesn't matter? But you have 500 people thinking that exactly. Yeah. Odell's pretty much saying it's like, it's, it's your future. You should yeah. vote on that. But it's like, that goes for a bunch of other things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that won't say anything, but that's where we're at right now. So this, the um, CBA goes through and the potential thing, well, now we're going to have three wild card games. There'll be 17 games, which a lot of people were not happy about. Um, and what players we... were happy about? No play. Uh, yeah. No players were not happy about the, the extra game, but also even, I, I don't even know, like there was another thing they were mad about, but I couldn't really pinpoint it because there was like there was a thing where like wages were gonna go up by like a, a little bit or something like that. Well, this helps. This whole deal is gonna be helping out those players that aren't making these huge veteran contracts. Right. That's what this is essentially helping out for. And I mean, in my eyes, uh, I think it was like the the minimum got raised. Um, I think the smallest you can make on the practice squad is like a couple hundred thousand dollars. I think it went up a hundred thousand dollars from whatever that bare minimum yep. was. Um, so, I mean, when you think about it, it doesn't sound like it's that much, but all these guys, when you, you think about it, these players that are well-established, you know, they're most likely, unless barring a huge injury, they're going to be around for a little while. Yeah. Um, and they're making these huge contracts. These guys that aren't making these 
big plays and aren't playing every Sunday. Uh, they're the ones that you know are really going to be benefiting from this, and I think they're the majority of the league because you figure there's uh, what a 53 man roster, right? Yes, 53. Not they counting, just up, they just upped it, right? Yeah, and not counting the practice squad and all of that. And you figure you know you have like maybe maybe a handful, maybe 15 or so, 15 or 20 that are like superstars out of that whole 53 man roster. And you figure the rest of those, you know, 30 something people on each team are going to fall into that category of, oh, I'm not making this huge amount of money, all these big contracts that all these other stars are. So, you know, when you look at it, it was a very close vote, but I'm not surprised that they ended up going with that because it's going to be benefiting, you know, more of those individuals and there's more of them uh, that are in that situation. Right. So if you want to read more about read more about the CBA, we spoke about it on our last podcast in more detail. And if you want to read more into it, it's officially a thing now. So if you want to read into it, go ahead and do that. So let's get into the juice that's going on right now. And <laughs> and the first thing I'm looking at, and I totally forgot about it, so good thing I want to mention it first, is that the Jags traded defensive end Calais Campbell to the Ravens for a th- fifth round pick. <laughs> yes, they did. The Jags are cleaning house. They lost yes. everybody on that team that they had a couple years back Wait. in the AFC Championship. But go for it. We'll come back to this. Todd Gurley just tweeted out. He goes, damn, I got fired on my day off. Hashtag quarantine and chill. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's number one trending right now. Rams <laughs> that, are number that's two. That's probably why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Quarantine and Listen, chill. he's going to go to a team like the Lions. Can or... we talk about how the number three trending on Twitter is quarantine life quarantine spelled life. wrong? <laughs> yeah, it is spelled wrong. You're right. right that's a, what's supposed to be there? An A? Yes. 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 <laughs> anyway. Uh I think there's a social distancing one that was also trending. It was like top five earlier, but it might be lower now. And it's also spelled wrong. Spelled that wrong, too. This is United great. as one. Ask Ellen. I don't want to ask Ellen anything. It was like social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a lot of... And sidebar. But the, the whole thing with Twitter, when they put headlines out, they misspell it like... Frequently. Without checking. Yeah. Like all the and time. And then people keep using that because it pops yeah. up and then that's how this happens. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so back also, to- these aren't hard words. <laughs> no, they're no. not, and they're like major headlines. Yeah, it's like you, are you gonna have like two other people check it first before <laughs> you put it out there? Um, but back to the whole Calais Campbell thing, him going to the Ravens for a fifth round pick. By the way, the Ravens are going to be another t- title contender again next year. Yes, uh, of course. Um, and it was unexpected this year that the Titans were gonna, you know, defeat both the Patriots and the Ravens. Uh, but tell, tell that to my money line bet. Oh uh, yeah, you, you did get that. But you guys are a fan of like when you see plus, you're just like, oh, I gotta put money down. No, not necessarily. <laughs> That's not me. But um, also, can we mention how um, th- this might be a tangent, but it's it'll be short and worth it. But can can we mention how since all these sports are now canceled, there is now a, j- a gaping hole in the heart of every degenerate gambler, and so they're now finding things to bet on. I've NBA seen NBA simulations. I've the seen weather. people bet on NBA simulations, Yo, I Madden love that, simulations. By the way. I've seen people bet on snail racing. I've seen be- people bet on the weather. I've seen people bet on marble racing. I've seen people <laughs> bet on esports, but that was already a thing, so I'm not going to fault them yeah. for that. But my point is that we we now know for a fact because none of us ever saw major sports leagues getting canceled or postponed. So we now know that in the event of the absence of sports, there are a, a giant block of people who will bet on absolutely anything and without regard for legitimacy or... or. I like the NBA simulation. Yeah, I agree. I love that. And we're actually going to do that the night of my birthday here. 
but we were so hammered that we forgot to do <laughs> fair, it. Fair, fair enough. But we were going to, I was like, I'll put five down right now on the jazz. Like, was, on the jazz. I was like, I'll do it right now. Jeez. But anyway, now we I think we spoke about this for two seconds, but what do we think of Calais Campbell actually being on the Ravens? And the fact that this is for a fifth round pick, I think Jags are just cleaning house. They, have, fun, they, fun, they don't care what's Funny enough, on. that's not even the worst trade no. in the last couple of days. Nope. But I this, think is, we, nope. this is where it all we, started. I think we all know which, what we're talking about here. Yes. But this one's really bad. But going to a contender, first and foremost. Yeah. Another thing, they're in the AFC. So it's like you're kind of shooting yourself in the ja- foot. Jags there. are not interested. Jags are go- the they're they're go- they're just going blind right now. Don't care what's going to happen. They just have draft picks though. That's yes. all they care about right now. It's like whatever we go with this, they're just going to start from scratch again with a young team instead of yeah. Paying, paying they they basically what they tried to rebuild that uh, defense by drafting them. Basically, almost all of those people that they drafted and tried to do rebuild that team with are now gone. Yeah. So yeah, Jalen Ramsey, AJ Boye, Calais Campbell, Dante Fowler, Marshall Darius, Malik Jackson, Aaron Colvin, Tashawn Gibson, Barry Church. Yannick Ngakwe, who's going to eventually Basically get gone. traded. That's what we're waiting for. And then Telvin, yeah. Telvin Smith stepped away. So he's going to come back and be like, you know, I'm it's, good. It's, like, it's that childish Gambino <laughs> meme uh, from a community where he just walks in and there's a fire in the apartment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's holding the pizza. The whole, yeah, holding the pizza. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah. Oh, um, we Melvin Gordon now has mutual interest with the Bills. This t- that- Who does? Melvin Gordon has mutual interest with the I, Bills. I know we're going to get to the Bills, but that like team, that, you don't like that, that all? offense oh. is, Not after is that looking Stephon pretty good. Diggs trade. Yeah. I don't even like that. It doesn't feel right. doesn't? You're good. That that's. I mean, I just feel like uh, Melvin Gordon. I don't know. I feel like Singletary is still Dolphins not bad. Can we, before can we, a Bills can we mention how the Bills are running away with that division this year? Uh, yeah, I I, I Bro, think they're so good. They signed a lot of defensive players too in the past jo- couple days. Their only concern is Josh Allen not making stupid mistakes like he did in the playoffs this year. That's entirely the dude what just it has is. to stop running the ball. Sit that sit, like actually take a year to sit in the pocket. Yeah, and, and find single, your, Singletary's like don't good. run. Like you can run, but but they can't rely on it like they have. No, no they, they I, I talked about this with Chris. They need someone else to be with Singletary. I don't think he can carry that backfield. I think Melvin Gordon would be nice, but it'd be weird seeing him in that uniform. Hundred percent. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he would want to go there either because I feel like he had a big problem because uh, he kind. I mean, he wanted to get paid, but then anyway, when he went back, it was kind of between him and Austin Eckler. He wasn't really getting as many looks as he wants, and I feel like that's going to be the same issue. In By the way, that Buffalo. trade uh, that the Jags made with the Ravens for Calais Campbell, they had two fifth-round picks in 2020. They turned that into Marcus Peters and Calais Campbell. Wow. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, how, do so, we feel, how do we feel about Phillip Rivers on the Colts? For one year, $25 million? This, I, dis- I hate it. I this, absolutely yeah. hate it. I think it's the end of Rivers' career. Why don't they just Definitely. draft draft one? Because I, I would understand them doing this if, you know, I, I remember it was like Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, all these guys were still on the team, and everyone was like, oh, they're a high Super Bowl favorite for the next mm-hmm. year. They didn't spend any of their cap money. So I just thought if they spent all their money on a lot of players and free agents. I mean, T.Y. Hilton is still there. That you, like, you know, you need, you you wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a good idea to draft a new quarterback at this point in time. But I'm like, this is the perfect time to draft a quarterback in this draft in particular yeah because you lose Andrew Luck that came out of nowhere and it's like I don't know you're not spending too much money on all like I haven't seen them make one massive deal at all up to this point like no. they made a couple trades here and there but I haven't seen them spend big money I mean the only I, I guess I mean I don't I guess they could still draft a quarterback in the first round or in the earlier rounds 
Um, if this turns into in like, like if they get like a mentor. Herbert or something, yeah, and he beats out Philip Rivers, you're just paying a twenty five million dollars to a well, dude to I sit mean, there. I don't, I don't think that they're gonna really have him, you know, beat him out. I think with, at that point, if you're gonna bring on, no, I mean, like if he throws like fifty interceptions again. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I, I think at, at this point, him. the whole point is just to bring on. If you do draft that quarterback, is just to kind of have him work under Philip Rivers. Have Philip Rivers. He's been in the league a very long time kind of mentor him kind of teach him the ropes and then you know that might be what they're doing that's what i'm saying that's the, that that's I, would, I would i would appreciate that move that that would make more sense to me then uh, i wanted to talk about this deal real quick so because it was very you know controversial in terms of what the team was going to do but it was ryan Tannehill getting that big deal with yeah. the titans mm-hmm. um, so i ended up signing to a four-year i think 118 million dollar deal yeah um and that that allowed them to tag derrick henry uh for this year and um I honestly thought that was probably one of their best moves because it's like in terms of getting a quarterback, you need to have one on the team. That goes to show, like, what are you going to do with Mariota and Ryan Tannehill? Um, instead, you pick Ryan Tannehill and you move on with him. Tag your running back, and he's eventually going to get paid, barring, you know, injuries or anything like that. That's why the franchise tag kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I heard this on a separate podcast, but this contract is actually one of the smartest contracts ever. Because you, you read it at face value and you're like, oh, he's getting $118 million. People are like, he's overpaid, whatever. Some people are like, he deserves it. He had a great year. But it's front-loaded. The two fir- the first two years, it's like $17 million or something like that. Maybe the second year, like close to $20 million or at $20 million. And they can cut him after the second year if they want to. So if all goes down the drain, they can start from scratch again. And then Mariota also went over to the, Ra- the Raiders. So... He's out of the picture, so they're going to have to start from scratch again. It's a real shame where Mariota has ended up. It is, and him going to the Raiders is probably the worst-case scenario. because He's one of the best guys in the league. Mm -hmm. What sense does that make for him to be a Raider right now? Like, no, I'm, just saying, any, I'm saying it, I'm saying Mariota's a likable guy, and it's a shame to see his no, career he, take this path. He is, it sucks, but I, th- I think I would have gone anywhere else but the Raiders. I yeah. feel like the Raiders kind of just stockpile players I, until I they feel like they want to get rid of them. I mean, I think the Raiders, after spending, what, $100 million on on Gruden, like, where are they going? Yeah, they did spend a lot on him. And Gruden just loves having quarterbacks. Yeah. Veter- veteran guard currently available and Mike Person. Oh, well, yeah, I, I did see that. The Niners yeah. have released him. Um, it's it's always interesting. Like the you want market. To say his name for the people who are listening. I said Mike Person. Oh, did you say it? Yeah, I didn't even hear you. I That's said, really bad. I'm wearing headphones. Mike Person. <laughs> yeah, I think and, it uh, slipped through there. Yeah, um, the lineman market is always weird, and it's I think linemen are the hardest to predict where they're going to end up. Yeah. So I have no idea. I would guess either Vikings or Lions for him. Speaking but, of linemen. Yes. Andrew Whitworth, who said he was going to retire like the past like two years, just yes. signed like a multi-year deal with the Rams, like three years. Hmm. $30 million, I think, was the exact number, that's, which I think there's over the 10 theme. deals yeah. that are third, three, three years, years, $30 million. Three years? Three years. Better be three years. He was supposed, he was supposed to be a giant. He was supposed When to he be was a giant. free agent, he said he wanted to go there, but the Giants never hit him back. He's like, yeah, I got family they over there. My red. wife and kids want to live there. They left him on red. Left him on red. And he's the, like, so uh, I went to the Rams. Other lineman news: uh, Ramon Foster has retired. Yeah. So that's that's something the Steelers are going to have to address in the next, probably in the draft. I would anticipate. What's Pouncey going to do? Pouncey's staying. We we just restructured his contract. No, no, that. But you know how he was so passionate about the CBA. Mm-hmm. Is he just going to let that go? What's he going to do? <laughs> There's really nothing you could do, right? Yeah. What's he going to do? But he hasn't said anything since that. He's probably punching the air somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> but, um, ooh, so the Titans, they tra- all they got for 
Ryan Tannehill was a fourth round pick. Well, well, yeah, they traded a fourth Last round year, pick for yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Wow, that's crazy. And they signed him to a long term deal. Yeah, four years, 118 million, 62 million of it is guaranteed. But they can cut him after two years if they desire to do so. Cool. I I mean, uh, I wasn't a fan of that deal, but. I mean, what else are you going to do? <clears throat> exactly. Patriots oh, well. brought back Devin McCourty to a two-year, $23 million deal. Uh, Jason and Devin back in Foxborough. They almost, and he almost left. Speaking of uh, speaking of things of that nature. Go for it. The Steelers now have multiple Watts in Pittsburgh. Yep, Derek Watt, TJ Watt. TJ Watt and Derek Watt are together on the Steelers. The Steelers just signed um, fullback. Derek Watt. Yep. It's, it's, it's like full, a one year fullbacks deal, are so deal. fullbacks are so underappreciated and unmentioned in the NFL. It it took me a minute. Derek to Watt's even, one of the better ones too. Yeah, he is. He we and and in doing so, they released Roosevelt Knicks, who who has been a staple of that offense for a little while. But one of the better names in the NFL, by the way, Roosevelt Knicks. Yeah. yeah. But now we have two Watts. The the Steelers now have two Watts, and one can only think that they would want to complete the trifecta and sign JJ Watt. Which I normally it would sound ridiculous, but given Bill O'Brien's uh, absurd trades he's been making, I yeah. wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him to to uh, to to part ways with JJ uh, Watt after getting rid of Hopkins, maybe for uh, a, res- a wide receiver and um, a mid round pick. I would say for JJ Watt potentially. Eric, what do you think? Say that one more time. A potential trade, J.J. Watt. It'd be very hard to do for a wide receiver and a mid-round pick. What would you give up? I mean, like names, like a uh, Ryan Switzer in a third. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Ryan no, Switzer. no, I don't know. Ryan Switzer. Well, the way the Texans are giving up Ryan things Switzer for free in a second. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't put it past Bill O'Brien. I, I he, don't. He think. just traded. He just traded DeAndre Hopkins for. For David Johnson. Let's talk about that. Okay, I'm done being yeah, actually, the that, that Let's is, get into that. That is the more that important. is a big, big one. All right, so issue. I just got to the details as you said that. But uh, oh. so the first thing that came out. This is the general timeline that happened. So the Texans made the trade for uh, David Johnson. Everyone was like, "Oh, this is a good addition." You know, like you had Lamar Miller. You're not going to do anything with him, and mm-hmm. you had Kyde for a year because you, you traded for him. So it's like bringing him in. That probably be a good idea. Johnson Johnson. Now everyone was just like, "What did you give up?" And everyone's just like, oh, it's going to be like a, maybe a fourth and a fifth or like maybe just a fourth. It's like, there's no way it could be worth that much. And then 10 minutes later, the news dropped that Texans traded wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, one of the better wide receivers in the league, could be the best. Probably the Probably best. Probably the best. To the Cardinals for a fourth. It, car, the, well, DeAndre Hopkins in a fourth round pick to the Cardinals for David Johnson, a 2022nd and a 2021 fourth. This is why you shouldn't let your head coach, who is not a good head coach, be a, be GM. a GM. The only person who could do that is Belichick. Why would you let Bill O'Brien do it? He knows something. He has dirt on someone. Bill How O'Brien? is he still around? Oh yeah, he definitely has. <laughs> he definitely has nudes of the Texans. He should have been fired after doesn't... the Chiefs game, like yeah. right after that. Yeah. yeah. How do you allow that? How to do happen? you? How do you keep your head coach and let him be your GM after he blows a twenty-four point lead in the playoffs? Sorry. And that team ended up. Yeah, <laughs> and that team ended up winning the Super Bowl. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think at this point, um, I, I I don't have any answers. Honestly, I don't I, have I answers. Don't... It's just the fact they didn't get a first. Well, that's the. How thing. do you not get a first out of that? And they got rid of Clowney. Didn't get a first. I don't know. I mean, 
I know that there was controversy apparently between Bill O'Brien and uh, favorite tweet DeAndre that Hopkins, day. The Texans but... woke up today, March sixteenth, when the trade went down without a first round pick. They traded DeAndre Hopkins and still don't have a first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> that is absurd within itself. He, how do you even make that move? How do you see? How do you look at that move and you're just like, yeah? I'll how take does it. he sleep at night? I don't know. Well, I mean, to be well, fair, there's a lot of if... people that are coming out and saying that there's a lot of drama. There was a lot of drama between DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien. I'm yeah, sure there I mean, was. Yeah, but, but but I mean, this is something that you know you could you could elaborate more on. Last year, uh, not the exact same situation, but a relatively similar in terms of you know player. The Giants traded away Odell. I mean, how were you feeling about that? I know we got it wasn't, a first out of that deal. I, I know I'm saying it wasn't at, it wasn't in the same context, but I'm saying you know it was it was still getting rid of your best receiver, an icon in that area, one of the top receivers in the league. I mean, how did how did that feel? I mean, it, it's. It must not have been great. Well, if you were to compare the two situations, it's like, yeah, yeah, I was a little angry about it. And I remember that podcast in particular because the second we stopped recording, trade goes down. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, of course, happens to us every single time. I'm sure when we hit stop today, that's when we hear the Tom Brady deal or something else yep. go down. But um, how I felt that day was a little weird, but it's like, at least we got a first. We could do something with that first. You get Jabril and you get maybe a couple other, other things. But it's like, with Odell... As much as people thought he was a diva, and I know, Chris, you're probably not the biggest fan of Odell in the world, but um, yeah. But going. he did show up to camp. He did do exactly what he needed to do to get that contract. His GM even came out and said, we're not going to trade him. Yeah. And did it anyway. Yeah. With Bill O'Brien, it was like, we gave him the contract. I don't think DeAndre was too big of the con- too big on his own on that contract and maybe wanted to get out of it he did he, he they said he wanted 18 to 20 million a year so you have that you have that where a guy wants to be on the team and you get rid of him and then there's this where i think he probably wanted to leave or there was a chance he wanted to want to stay deandre hopkins isn't too mo- too outspoken about all this but you get rid of him but the deal you get like the deal you gave him away for it was for nothing yeah i mean whether there was a whole controversy between the two whatever the case may be um, I think at the end of the day, the main difference, you know, since I did bring this up, uh, just to kind of end it, compare the two, the, the big trades that have happened um, in that aspect, I think the main difference is the way that the receivers had handled it. I mean, you mentioned, you know, he's, DeAndre Hopkins is not very outspoken about things like this, uh, but with all these allegations coming out with Bill O'Brien and, and Hopkins and some of the things that might have been said, um, Hopkins went to Twitter and actually came out and was more not really so defending Bill O'Brien, but he kind was of like there's no drama. Exactly, like he was just kind of you know blowing it out of the water. Exactly, he came out and was saying you know there's no hard feelings, there's nothing crazy that went on to where like you know he forced me out. Like people were kind of speculating on. Um, whereas uh, the opposite, you know, when Odell got traded, I mean, obviously he was not very happy. Um, so it's interesting to see the two different sides. Maybe DeAndre kind of was wanting to be out. And uh, Bill O'Brien kind of was trying to do I re- something. I really then... want to know what his plan is. The fact that yeah, you don't, don't get know. a first out of that. And, and then, I mean, but they did, actually, they did do something very similar to the Giants in the fact that the, uh, I think that night or the next day, they picked up Randall Cobb, who is an older kind of slot oh, guy. Like a two-year deal. And, and, what are you doing? and that's the same thing that I feel like the Giants did in terms of Golden Tate. They but Golden up... Tate is better than Cobb. Okay, but what I'm saying is that the, the way that they picked it up, they picked up one of those older guys. It's more like that slot kind of guy, and that was their idea of filling in kind of a role, and, and they both did that. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And that's the reason why my tweet went viral, because it's like, well, if we have Will Fuller and you have Kenny Stills, we're on IR Very most of injured, the year, questionable. Yeah. You, you can't help but feel bad for what you, They Watson. signed Darren Fells. Congratulations. What are you going to do with that? You know, yeah. Like, he did well all season, but what was that? I said you can't help but feel bad for Deshaun Watson at this point. Yeah. Like, but Kyler Murray is he the, the man? Well, yeah, Kyler. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he went on to it. Him De- and Larry Fitzgerald were like, "Welcome to the fan." Deshaun Watson is basically a magician. Yeah, like the 
You saw what he did in that. He had Texas no Bills line, game. and he makes things happen that. Sorry, I just, I just got it. You're good, and he's the, he's one of the main quarterbacks in the thing. league. Where it's like, that's the guy. Protect him, and you, well, you'll well, be yeah, good. I, I mean, you look at the and they tried game. doing it, and it's like, how much did Laramie Tunsil? do yeah i mean but you look at the playoff game the reason i think the main reason that they ended up coming back and beating the bills was because he was just not going down he was making superman plays he he basically took the game on him put it on his back and and started that comeback and they ended up winning in overtime over the bills i mean as we mentioned the next week uh they didn't they weren't as fortunate uh but again as i mentioned a little bit earlier on you can't blame one person or expect one person to really um change the whole aspect of of, of a team you know he's a quarterback he can't help how the defense plays. He can't stop the play calling that the defense is bringing in. Uh, so everything that he actually has done for himself, I feel like he he's very great at his job. He's going to keep balling out. Uh, you just hope, you know, he gets some help moving forward. I want to talk about another big thing, and I know this affects you, Chris, is that, I mean, it was, it was already announced that they weren't going to bring him back, but Austin Hooper going to the Browns for a massive deal. He's now the highest paid tight end in the league right now. Um, what'd you think of that move? Should you have guys have brought him back? Would you have paid him that much money? How are you feeling about that? Um, I mean, I know that the Falcons weren't going to be able to pay him that much money, and that's why I know we've talked about it, and we've been you know, off the podcast also, we've discussed it. Um, it. It did hurt to watch it happen, but it was something that I knew that was going to happen. I kind of was expecting it to happen, just waiting on it to officially happen. Four years, um, $44 million, $23 million guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's just not something we were able to do. George, and, George and, Kittle's got that Birdman hand oh, yeah. ready to go. Oh, he's, definitely. He's going to get paid. And and. I was honestly very shocked by the deal. Not the fact that he left the Falcons, but the fact that it went to the Browns because the Browns have had... Um, what happened? Uh, I hit something. I think we're still going, though. Yeah, we are oh, still all right. going. All right, we good? It's the headphone jack. Oh, I mean... Wait, wait, it, keep going. Is keep that going, mine? Even though you can't hear yourself. What? Yeah, I is mean, what, what ended up happening... Are my levels still good? Yeah. Oh, no, you're right here. Okay, yeah, we're good. Number three. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but what ended up happening was I was not surprised again that they, they ended up getting rid of them because I'm not, you know, I knew they weren't going to be able to pay him. Uh, but in, I, I was very surprised uh, when it went to the Browns. Go. I thought there were talks about the Patriots, there were talks about the Packers, and, and those were two areas, two teams that definitely needed help um, in the tight end field. And I figured, all right, you know, as we mentioned earlier, the Patriots, you know, they're trying to keep Tom Brady around. He would be a great addition. They were missing a tight end. They were he using him as kind of bait. I think yeah. it was him and Hunter Henry. It's like, we can either trade for Hunter Henry, we can get exactly. this thing done, or sign Hooper. And Hooper was, like, the favorite for the Packers and... Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I didn't think the Browns and are going to slip in there. That, but that's exactly what I'm saying. All, and and you know, you texted me, uh, this the the whole like the whole tweet and everything. And then within like minutes, he was signed. So it was like first of, we had no idea they were in the in the works of talking. It happened him. so then fast. Then they started talking to him, and then he got signed. So it was fast. just like, where did this come from? Yeah, it didn't make much sense at all. But then two minutes later, the the Red Falcons are like, well, we got to make a move now. So the Ravens ended up trading tight end Hayden Hurst who I think was their first-round pick. Yes, um, he was. And a fourth-rounder to the Falcons for a second-rounder and a fifth-rounder. Um, let me read that one more time. Yeah, the Ravens ended up trading Hayden Hurst and a fourth-rounder to the Falcons. Falcons ended up giving away the sec- their second and the fifth. And you said you wanted to use one of those second-round picks because you had two. Now you're back to one. Yes. To draft a running back. That could still be possible. But yes. two second rounders are kind of ideal, and now you go to Hayden Hurst. I mean, we haven't really seen too much of him because the Ravens kind of automatically made Mark Andrews their number one. Yes, and they also had Nick Boyle and Hayden Hurst, so it's like you got to rotate between all three. But again, Mark Andrews got ninety percent of the work, while the other guys got 
you know, the rest of the percentage. I, I mean, what I would compare him to, and you'll definitely understand what I'm saying by this, I would compare him more to like an Evan Ingram. He's a very quick guy. He's not very built up to where he's going to be making these big blocks on these guys, uh, but he is a very quick tight end. He's he's very so good at catching. Luke Stocker, right? Uh, we got right, we got to cut him. He's done. Yeah. So they so also have him. they have him and Jaden Graham, who uh, he's and on like about out. a second, third year. So he's very young. Um, but he's going to be he's a little bit I think bigger than what Hayden Hurst is. Um, a little bit slower, more of a traditional tight end than than what I think Hayden Hurst is. Uh, but I, I think you know I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. Um, I, I knew we needed I knew we needed a tight end. Uh, but you know. I've seen mixed emotions. I think the fact that we got a first-round pick, um, you know, I don't know if he has the talent of a first-round pick. We haven't really seen much, as you mentioned. But we got a first-round pick, and we ended up trading away a second. Um, so in that aspect, on paper, you know, I'm not, I'm happy with that. Uh, and we just kind of got to see how he performs. And as I mentioned, we didn't really have a tight end at that point, so we needed somebody. From what I heard from the perspective of – you know, Austin Hooper now being on the Browns and what is he going to do on the Browns is that I think Kevin Stefanski, their brand new head coach, who was the um, offensive coordinator for the Vikings the year before, mm-hmm. um, he liked to run two tight end sets. He did, lot. but I, I feel I like... I don't know how that's going to work with Njoku, and Njoku, again, is always injured, so it's like, and you're paying all that money to Austin Hooper, you're going to have to feed Austin Hooper, and I think Baker Mayfield's going to like that. Well, that's the thing, but I feel like even in, in the Vikings, like Kevin Rudolph, or Kyle Rudolph... Wasn't really a big impact on that offense, so no. so it doesn't. Because really he wanted make, to run the ball. That's the thing. So, in order to get those tight ends so in knows? there to maybe yeah. block, you know, it makes sense. But in terms of targets, I don't I don't know how he's going to do that if he hasn't done that in the past. Don't know. Anyway, I I want to talk about this because it's a little weird. So the Cowboys came out and they said they were going to sign Blake Jarwin to a deal, and I just lost it. Um, don't know how I did it again. We're all over the place today. But, uh, yeah, they signed him to a three-year deal, and it was a pretty long-term deal. And everyone was like, who cares, whatever, this and that, because people on Twitter are ruthless. Um, yeah, it was a three-year deal worth up to $24.25 million with $9.25 million guaranteed. And, everyone, and again, I'll, I'll mention this again. Everyone was like, I, I don't care. But two minutes later, Jason Witten yeah. gets signed by the Raiders. Yeah, what? I don't, I don't Where did know. that come from? I, I no thought he wanted idea. to come back for one year and then probably like just retire because it didn't work out in the booth. But now he's like, let's go to Vegas. <laughs> I have no idea. Raiders are signing everyone that no one cares about. And I don't mean to say that like with Jason Witten, but like they already have Darren Waller and they just signed him to a long-term deal in the middle of the season. Yeah. So it's like, I guess it's for depth. Who knows? We'll see what happens with that. Um, the Dolphins ended up signing Bills edge rusher Shaq Lawson to a three-year, $30 million deal. One of the three-year, $30 million deals out of the other many. <laughs> um, he had a six-and-a-half sack season the year prior. Dolphins are cashing out on a lot of people. They just cashed out also, I think it's almost. The th- I think it might be the same exact deal, um, three years, $30 million for er- uh, Eric Flowers. Yeah, I mean, who I had have... Who had a decent year with the with the Redskins for, at, for being a guard. But. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, just one of the things I have pulled up right now the team that so far has paid the most in free agency is the Dolphins, and they've spent a total of two hundred and thirty-six about million dollars over ten players. Wow! Yeah, so they're, they're they are. And you know what? What's crazy about the Dolphins too is that they were the only team to hold workouts even with the coronavirus happening. Like they still had, was it J.K. Dobbins come in and still work? Yeah. Out? Like he was still working out even through the whole virus and everything like that. It's like we don't care. This is our opportunity right now. We're going to take it. Yeah. Let's just start signing people. Um, here's another thing. I, I want to go over this for a second. This is another big thing that happened. I'm going to go over the Stefan Diggs timeline that took place. 
So around 2.46 p.m. on March 16th, he tweeted, it's time for a new, new beginning. New beginning. His tweet blew up, and everyone was saying, it's like teams are interested, and they're monitoring Vikings wide receiver Stephon Diz, nothing active right now. And not too long later, he ended up being sent to the Bills. Yes. And guess what they ended up getting out of that deal? A first-round pick. <laughs> and while we talked about, meanwhile, back in Houston – they can't get a first round to save their life. Ridiculous. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. No, I, and it was a lot for Stefan Diggs. It was, but I mean, obviously, I have the Maryland bias, but I love uh, Stefan Diggs. I think he's great. I, I think he's going to be a great addition in Buffalo. Oh, Josh Allen loves it. He's Josh so Allen's excited. Josh Allen's going off right now. He's. I mean, the Bills are are quickly shaping up, especially with Brady leaving New England. The Bills are shaping up to be a big playoff contender because now. They might not have to rely on the wild card. They're probably getting a quite possibly a, a two seed. You know, if if they have a, if they have a good enough season in the AFC, they could come away with this with a first round bye. And you know, barring any potential collapses like we saw in the playoffs mm-hmm. last season, you know, the Bills could be primed to make a run. And this is not something we've seen out of Buffalo in a long time. Here's the terms of that deal. So the Vikings ended up trading Stephon Diggs and a seventh-round pick to Buffalo for a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick in 2020, and a 2021 fourth-round pick. That's a haul. Yeah. <laughs> um, Vikings won that trade Vikings, by a landslide. Vikings also – But it's like they're the gonna Bills need, got some good They're going to need too. those picks because their defense is collapsing. Yeah, they're losing they Xavier lo- they, Rhodes. They released Xavier Everson, Rhodes, who sucked. Linval Joseph ended up signing with the Chargers on a two-year two deal. Everson Griffin gone. Okay, and, yep. and we talked about this. Did you? I don't know. Do you know about this? For every player or whatever players can do this on their contract, like you could sign a thing, like a thing on your contract with your agent, whatever, to opt out of your deal if you get like over six and a half sacks. Yeah, that was that's what was a, that? That's a that strange... came out of nowhere. I know incentives. You can make more money. I didn't know you could just, you know, just okay. I'm done. He's like, it's like if you get six and a half sacks, you can get out of this deal. He's like, done, sign it, <laughs> and now he's out. But I think, but they wanted to bring him back. But, I don't know if well, they brought him back. While we're yet, on but. the topic of Vikings, I, I, I just want to mention Xavier Rhodes. You mentioned how he was all, he was terrible. And watch him be good th- with some other this team. This last though. this last year, the thing is, I will die on this hill that Xavier Rhodes, 2017, 2018, he was the. I'm not saying one. He was of the, the guy. He was in cover every person he was ever. The best corner in the league. But what happened? The best corner in the league. But what and happened? I don't know what happened. But it, it was a dramatic drop off from where he was to I mean, being released. I mean, not I, traded. Yeah, released. I, I know that he's had some injuries over the last like year or two. Uh, but I mean, I'm not saying that's the excuse on why he's not performing well. But I think you know, to some extent, it has a little bit. The Linval Joseph thing pissed me off, though. How do you just release a guy like that? Yeah, I don't. He's one of the best interior defenders. I don't, in the I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how. And, and Everson Griffin too. Like how I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Um, and I think even one of their other corners, I think it was like Trey Waynes or something. I don't think he's coming back either. I think he found a new team. No, Trey Waynes. I think he signed with the Bengals. Yeah, on think, a huge I, deal. Yeah, I think I, I could find it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he since he three I years, three forty-two deal, yeah. million. And we got. talked about how there's ten other deals that are three years, thirty million. So we cashed out with that. Yep. <clears throat> Whoever Trey Wayne's agent is, or I guess it's just the Bills, just throwing money at people. Then, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the case. But yeah, it's it's strange seeing uh, that Stephon Diggs seems happy now that he's out. So that's a good thing. Josh Allen seems happy, obviously. But yeah. we're gonna have to see how that all comes into fruition. But the Bills are also breaking the bank on guys who are already on their team or guys they want to bring in. So it, it seems to me they're making some of the right moves. And like you said, I think they could. They can overhaul that division. They've been waiting for a long time. So yeah, I mean, especially as we mentioned with Brady leaving. Um, yeah, it could 
Could be interesting. Yeah, players traded this offseason. DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, DeForest Buckner. He went to the Colts. A.J. Boye. Uh, where did he go again? A.J. Boye? A.J. Boye. Oh, the uh, Broncos. Broncos, you're right. Yeah, oh, they got yeah. rid of Chris Harris, and Chris Harris ended up signing a deal with the Chargers. The Chargers. Mm-hmm. I like Traitor. that. It was a two-year, $20 million deal, I think. So pretty solid deal by him. Uh, David Johnson, Russell Okung, Trey Turner, Hayden Hurst. Um, and there's many, many more. I'm just going through the Twitter pages. Um, what do you guys think of, and I'm just going to steamroll through a lot of these deals here. Um, Amari Cooper signing a five-year, $100 million deal to stay with the Cowboys. He definitely had some leverage because they oh, gave yeah. up a first for him. Mm-hmm. But five years, $100 million. He's now worth more. I don't know if you saw this. I think I had it saved on my phone, but I think I can guess it. So let me see if I can do it. He's worth more right now, his contract. Um, Julio Jones, Julian Edelman, and I forgot who the other receiver is, but he's oh, worth put more. put together, yeah. Put together, yeah. All um, together. Uh, I got it right Was it here. A.J. Green? A.J. Green, you're yeah. right, because the franchise tag is $17.9 So Julio Jones, $66 million, $17.9 million for the franchise tag for A.J. Green, Julian Edelman, $15.5 million. That combined is $99.4 million, and Amari Cooper is worth more than that. Do you like the deal? Hate the deal? The fact that they don't have one done with Amari? their quarterback right now? Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper, that deal, yeah. I, I mean, look, Jerry Jones spent a lot of time thinking about it while he was in the shower. In the shower, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm well, sure. No, I'm he was sh- sticking in the shower for Des Bryant. That's what he was thinking oh, about. Oh, that's what it was? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he slipped into his mind maybe Amari Cooper. I don't, I don't know. know if you have that money to spend now because you still got to pay your well, quarterback. Well, okay, here's the thing. Now I'm gonna read you the salary top. Cap? I'll read you the top five um, in terms of you know their their average per year salary. Who the top five receivers are? Because we mentioned earlier that Michael DeAndre Thomas, Hopkins I think was number one. Uh, we hold on. We mentioned that DeAndre Hopkins also might have not been happy. He wanted more money. Uh, no, I don't, I, just, I don't think he just liked the deal or something like that, or they wanted to restructure it, and he's like, I don't want to restructure it, or something like that happened. But. Yeah. So this is also counting the new Amari Cooper deal in there in in the. Uh, in this. So the f- number one with in terms just average per year, not total value. Uh, the average per year, number one is Julio. Number two is now Amari Cooper. Um, now number three is Michael Thomas. Four is Tyreek Hill. And five is Odell. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is is nine. He's still in the top ten, but he's behind guys like A.J. Green, who hasn't played in like two years. And he's behind Brandon Cooks, who for some reason just keeps getting big deals. So... <laughs> Um, I mean, I think, you know, I don't think he, I think, you know, as we mentioned, Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the league. I think, you know, he should be getting paid more. Hopkins, Dude, to give 60 you. $60 million guaranteed for Cooper, man. I, well, to give you an aspect, he, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is making $16.2 million a year, and Julio's making 22. That's like, the, that's the top. So he's nine right now with 16. Uh, Amari Cooper just made an average of 20 a year. Um, I, I think he was looking for 18 to 20 a year. I, I think he's definitely worth that. That would put him at uh, right around Tyreek Hill, between Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper numbers. I, I think he's worth that. Do you think uh, with this whole thing, though, do you think he gets a deal? Do you think Hopkins gets a deal with his new team? Um, I don't know if they do that right away. Well, not right away, but I'm saying do you think he's going to he's gonna be staying around with them? He seems excited, but it's like you never really kind of starting again. Like, where you were when, Desh- like, listen, DeAndre Hopkins has been through a lot. So he had, like, I guess that, like, who did he originally start with before Brock? Um, Was that Brian Hoyer? Was that who it might have been? Who was before Brian Hoyer? Um, Who was before Brian Hoyer? Uh, I know Matt Schaub was there for a little while. I don't, th- I don't know if he was there with him. I don't him know enough. if he was there yet. So that's what I'm saying. So the story we definitely know is Brian Hoyer, and he's out. Then it's... 
They signed Osweiler to a giant deal. Didn't work out. They have Tom Savage throwing to him. Didn't, didn't work out. After Tom Savage, they draft Deshaun Watson, but they sit Deshaun Watson for a little bit to sit behind Tom Savage. Yep. They bench Tom Savage, put in Deshaun Watson. He basically has to start from scratch. He's on a new deal that he signed, and he does fairly well. Like, Ooh. And he did well even before that. You know who it might have been these, with? Who might have thought been... Texans coaching was just not making What's the right decisions? Yeah. Who, who would have guessed it? it? Who was before Brian Hoyer? I Ryan think it was T.J. Yates, wasn't that? T.J. Right? Yates. Wasn't and then it there's it? Fitzpatrick. The Bengal yeah. killer. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I think it was T.J. Yates, yeah. All right, yeah. So there's a lot of names there, and he did well with almost well, every single but that one of was, those guys. But that was Hopkins' argument um, in terms of why, you know, he he should be getting paid more or whatever. He said, you know, every year you never knew who his quarterback was going to be. It wasn't guaranteed that he was going to have this consistency with quarterbacks, that they were going to play great. He finally had some consistency with Deshaun Watson, and now he's out. It, it's strange. But then, no, but now you start from scratch again with, with a quarterback with, going into his second exactly. year. Exactly. Where there were, Deshaun Watson is on his way to his, you know, his first couple of years where, like, fourth year is going to make or break you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, so. what I find interesting is that he is uh, he's 28 years old. I mean, that's around your prime, I would say, as a receiver. Was that his third year, Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. He was drafted 2017, I want to say. It was the same class as Matt Pat Mahomes. Yes. It was. Yes, so. because uh, Mitch Trubisky was traded up. The, the Bears traded up to get him, Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> so over it, Mahomes so and it's Watson. three years going into his fourth? Uh, um, this will be his third. I think this will be his third. Okay. So, yeah. And now you're going back to a guy who's going to his second. So you're taking like a step back almost. I mean, to be. Oh, no, wait, this will be his fourth, won't it? If it was drafted 17. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you figure, though, yeah, I guess you, so. you figure he's going in. That's why there. Mahomes is about to be extended. He's about to be like the highest yeah. quarterback ever. I mean, but, I mean, Watson has a fifth year option, right? And I think they're just going to take that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Pro- most likely. I'm sure, yeah. I, I mean, but you figure you have. Um, Although you never know with the Texans. Y- exactly. You have Larry Fitzgerald probably leaving within the next year or two. Uh, you got Christian Kirk in there, maybe DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe that's the new. Uh, you know, star receiving core that they're going to have once Fitzgerald does leave. And they put the transition um, tag on Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake and Kyler Murray's, you know, they're, he won the uh, Rookie of the Year, of and the that's, year. that's debatable, which we've talked about. Which we talked about. Um, but, you know, it, it it is promising. I know Deshaun Watson is also very talented um, in terms of that, but, again, if he was not getting along with Bill O'Brien, and in my opinion, if you're having Bill O'Brien take over as a GM as well. This is not football news. Go. But the Red Sox have just announced that Chris Sale will undergo Tommy John. Oh, that sucks. Oh, no. Sorry to interject with that non-base, not no, non-football. No, you're good. That, that's really that bad because they're already bad. Yeah. So now they just got worse. Uh, but, yeah, just... just uh, and they cheat, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I just think... Um, I, I think if you have Bill O'Brien as a GM and a coach, I don't think he's going to be going anywhere relatively soon if you oh, gave you him those duties. Of, you get rid of him. I mean, everyone's saying that, but I figure, you know, if, if Hopkins is looking at it and it is true that they weren't getting along that great, he might have just said, like, I, I just want out. At this point, I just want to start somewhere new. I don't, I can't be doing this for the, the long term. I'm looking at this mini headline over here, and it says Tampa, Bri- Tampa Bay Bucks, Tampa. and it just sounds like a Spanish person saying Tampa. 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 <laughs> Sounds like your dad saying. Oh yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, what'd you guys think of the signing? Uh, and again, there's a lot for the Dolphins, but this is another significant one. Kyle Van Noy signing a deal with them for years, fifty-one million dollars to reunite with Brian. Brian Flores. Flores is bringing in his troops. Yes, he is. That's a huge deal. And mm-hmm. the Giants were, I would say, they were in a discussion. I wouldn't say they were in well, negotiations. The, the Giants but, were in discussions. Again, they needed linebackers. So a lot of those defensive guys. But they were never the team that's another like. Another white linebacker. Another. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they got Blake Martinez. So they have a couple white guys on there. And hopefully they could change that narrative with Isaiah Simmons if they do draft him. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing 
<laughs> is that the Redskins want to bring in Tua to compete with Dwayne Haskins. So if that happens, Giants could finally get the edge rusher they want. Are the Redskins going to be able to get Tua? I, yeah, I guess they can. Yeah, they're yeah, in they the right won. position, yeah. Unless the Dolphins want to make that. That's why I, I figured they were going deal. to. The Dolphins. What are the Dolphins going to do in terms of quarterback? Uh, draft two. Uh, that's what I think. Well, that's the thing. Everyone thinks, yeah, that's what most projections are bringing up on those mm-hmm. projected uh, on the draft drafts. Boards. Now yeah. I kind of hope they don't so that the Giants could get Chase Young. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we'll see but, what comes into that. But that is a lot of money. Four years, $51 million. Um, and again, he's been in that tr- Patriots defensive system for a while. Yeah. Whenever Patriots defensive players kind of leave and he'll, sign a big deal somewhere he'll else. He'll fit in right, right with Brian Flores. I'm sure they will. Yeah, but Brian Flores was there only He did a pretty good job for being a team that was projected to go 0-16 at the start of the season and ended up coming out with five wins. I don't know if, uh, if either of you guys saw yesterday um, Jamal Adams, elite safety. Oh yes, oh, he yeah. tweeted. He, said, he it's tweeted, like, man, all these people drafted. Before he me. tweeted, I remember everybody drafted in front of me, and then Marshawn Lattimore comes in and says, Dude, it, was it was like only five, five people. people. <laughs> one of them, one of them, was guess who? Number two, Garrett. One of the was... best quarterbacks in the league, hands down. Oh, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, and then Mahomes <laughs> was after him. Yeah, and Mahomes was like, mm. what? Pick tenth, fifteenth, ninth or tenth, I think. I want to say ten. Oh, he could have been twelve, because he was picked ten spots after Trubisky. I don't. I don't know if this is like what's true or not, but I just thought it was funny reading this. Tenth. Okay. Is the New York Jets media? I don't know if there's a real page, but it tweeted the Jets are reportedly one of several teams in talks with Jaguars for a trade involving Edge uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Then literally commented right under is some other source, and it says per source the Jets are not one of the teams interested. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right. (laughs) We got a lot of ground to cover here, but I wanted to touch on this for a second since we said Mitch Trubisky a second ago, and just to get this out of the way, the Bears ended up signing uh, former Packers tight end Jimmy Graham to a two-year, $60 million deal, $9 million guaranteed. Who's this guy's agent, and how does he keep getting paid for doing nothing? Yeah, I don't I don't know. He, he literally he, he refuses nothing. to catch Packers, two hands. nothing. What does that do for you? Nothing. And again, I don't think they use really their tight ends either. That's a lot of money, though. That is a two, lot of money. Two years, yeah. They don't use their tight ends a lot. They signed Trey Burton hoping See, to do that. I, I just I don't get it. And I feel like, you know, if you're going to get some value out of Jimmy Graham, I think if, if Aaron Rodgers could not and Russell Wilson could not get value out of him, who are two of the better quarterbacks in the league... How, what yeah, do you good night. expect? They're just throwing money at people. Yeah, what matter. do you expect? I'm not even talking about that anymore. That's just <laughs> disgusting to me. Jimmy Graham, just... I don't know. What, what do you have him do? He doesn't want to catch with two hands. Block <laughs> Aaron, at this point? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was pissed about that. It's like, I don't, I don't even know. Whatever. Byron Jones, another Dolphins signing. Five years, $82.5 million. Wow. $57 million guaranteed. With that deal, he became the highest paid corner of the league right before today when the news broke out that... Um, and it's funny that Darius Slay, he started to do it. He, he did the same thing Stephon Diggs did. He was like, uh, True Font ended up signing with uh, the Lions. Yes. And he was, and he he quote tweeted it and was just like, hope this speeds up my training I, I process. Saw and they were just like, bro, that's, that's crazy that you said that. He's like, well, I hope it does. And it did. And it did. He, it and he goes to the did. Eagles and he ended up signing a three-year, I think, $50, $50 million deal. I will say Slay deserves it. Oh, he, he deserves Slay's it. Slay's been a lockdown think, corner for and, years. I think me and Chris talked about it that we thought that would have been like a perfect destination for him. Oh yeah. In terms of like they need a cornerback and they didn't even get Byron Jones, the Eagles, when they were in talks to get him and that didn't happen. So him going there deserves it is by point one uh the highest paid cornerback in the league. So by like a hundred thousand dollars. Just got yes. over the edge. Just yes. got over it. So right now he's the highest paid corner in the league. But um Byron Jones, what do you think of that signing going to the Dolphins? And I didn't think he would go there. 
out of all places. But the money was there, and he took it. Yeah, I mean, Byron Jones, Calvin, obviously the Dolphins are very focused on restructuring their defense at the moment, which... They're doing a good job. Yeah, they are. It's concerning given that division. Yes. Because... But the Patriots are out. The Patriots are out. The Bills seem to be the the favorites going into the season. And honestly, I wouldn't even put the Dolphins at a close second. I think the Jets... I don't have a lot of confidence in them, to be honest. You, you don't. I, I mean, I know you don't. I think Darnold is developing faster than people are giving him credit for. I think Adam Gase is their biggest problem. They have a lot of problems. They, they Adam a, Gase doesn't even want Le'Veon no, Bell. I know. They yeah. Well, Le'Veon Bell's like, I love being a Jet. They and do. Adam Gase is like, shut up. Yeah, they do have a lot of problems. <laughs> Adam Gase is the heart of their problems. Uh, they won't find extended success until they part ways with Adam Gase, which doesn't look like it's happening. No, it's not. This year. But I, th- I think it could happen this year. I think like mid-season they'll be able to get out. Maybe not mid-season. I think maybe towards the end of the season they could part ways with them if, if they have another unsuccessful season. I think there's one of those firings where I was like, wow, didn't see that coming, while I'm sitting here telling you that it's going to happen. I think <laughs> I think the Bills are going to, if I can give a prediction, I think the AFC East is going to shape up to be the Bills ahead at around 11-5, and five, maybe 12-4. and four. They're going to have a good record, for sure. Yeah, 11-5, 12-4. And, and they're I still think, adding to that defense that was already good in that playoff game. And yes. I, th- I think the, the Patriots, Jets, and Dolphins are going to be kind of in a pack but between 6 and nine wins nine is pushing it too i don't think i think at least half the division is going sub 500 yeah that, that should right, be well, a very interesting well i mean if you want to hear it i have the the teams that they are playing right now the bills if you if you want to have it try to get an idea right, yeah, let's hear so it. i mean i'm not gonna make a record now because we'll do that down the line but i'll definitely hear what they're reversing they're, they're playing this is their home games it does look a little tough they have the chiefs the chargers the rams the seahawks the steelers dolphins Patriots, uh, Jets, and then away the Cardinals, Broncos, Raiders, 49ers, Titans, and then their division as well. That is kind of that, tough. That's a little, a little tough. tough. That yeah. is a tough schedule. Tough schedule, tough schedule. So, but I think they can still hold it down. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, if you figure everybody else in that division is facing a very similar schedule. So if they're, as we're talking about, ahead in the game in terms of we think they're going to do the best, even if they don't get those 11 wins, they, 12 wins, maybe they'll, they could yeah. still win that division. They, 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 they do have the advantage of um, their, their, their harder matchups tend to seem to tend towards their home game. So they have yeah. a home home advantage for their yes. tougher games, I didn't which even is th- nice. I didn't even think about this, but if you were to look at the top 10 highest paid corners right now, and like we mentioned, the two that were there, another <laughs> one that's on the same team is, is uh, Xavier Howard. <laughs> he's on that list, like not too far away from sure. Jones. Sh- sh- he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay him top 10 money. Didn't he just get a deal? He did just get yeah. a deal, and he also did just come out unscathed from that I, I don't think he'll dispute. stay top 10 once some more deals take place and once we get some more figures coming out but I could be wrong um let's talk about the whole hometown team for a second uh the Giants sure. which is my favorite team as everyone knows on this podcast but James Bradbury signed a three-year 45 million dollar deal 32 million guaranteed cornerback uh, former Panther, so we're talking about the New York Panthers now. What do we think? <laughs> it's, it's, been the, the, it's been the New York Panthers all, since the Gettleman trade. What do you think of this deal? Because for one thing, people are saying this is a good deal, but at the same time, it's like, why do we keep signing former Panthers? It doesn't make sense. Well, well, I you mean, have Gettleman. Yeah, I mean, one of Gettleman the things, has a bias. I mean, that that's where you put two and two together, but it's like there's so many other players out there. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you, what, what I don't understand is I was looking at the whole thing. What was the deal? Three for 45? Three for 45, 32 guaranteed. Yeah, see, I was trying to figure out because I know uh, we are our buddy Mark, we've, we've talked about him a lot on the podcast. He's, he's called in unintentionally and, and things like that. If he was here, we'd um, just be yelling at him the whole time. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was looking at this and he was telling me, oh, you know, he's held up good against this team. and, and like Because he was in the NFC South, which have pretty respectable quarterbacks, pretty respectable receivers. Um, just from last year, their most of their receivers were in the top five. One, one receiver. of the one of the better quarterback divisions over the last couple of years. Exactly. So you know he's been facing some competition. He's he's a younger guy, but he's been mm-hmm. facing competition since he's been in the league. Um, and one of the things that you know me- that was mentioned is he did go up against a lot of those, uh, all of those receivers and a lot of other good competition, um, which which you know is, is he did well. Uh, but the thing that you know wasn't noted was was this in man? Was this in zone? Like what you need to learn a little bit more. And I, I just I don't know enough to know whether. This is a good deal. I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. No it, idea. It's just one of those things that it's kind it's of like, well, up in the air. yeah. It's like his numbers looked really good, but you don't. That doesn't always transfer over. There's all these other. Like, look at Josh Norman for example. He played great with the Panthers, and then goes oh, he's to on the, the Bills now. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. What did he sign? Like a one year deal? It was I a one year deal. Let's get the details. Uh, one year, six mil. Yeah, he might have a solid year and go somewhere else after that. I mean, but that's the thing. Exactly, you have him. He's playing in pa- in the Panthers system, and then he comes to another team in Washington, and do- it does not translate at all. No. Um, and I think it was because he was a better zone corner. I think that was the the thing. I I also won't put that entirely on him because Washington has been a mess. Well, yes, that that is true. But I'm just saying, like the schemes, the way I think he was having more problems in his his man coverage in the zone. Um, so seeing these numbers, you know, he looks promising. He looks like a great addition, but you know, you got always there's always more to to know. Uh, there's a lot more deals on here. Yeah, Arik Armstead ended up signing a five year deal worth eighty five million dollars to stay with the 49ers. Uh, the Forrest Buckner is out, and he's heading to the Colts. He signed a massive deal there too, uh, and they had the same agent, him and uh, Khalil Mack. So they ended up, you know, wow, getting out of their deals and going somewhere else. Um. Ew. Khalil Mack must be so glad he mil got per out season. when he did. What was that? I said Khalil Mack must be so happy he got out when he did. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure he loves it. I'm sure I, I never even he never even spoke to to Gruden the whole time either. <laughs> um, so I want to get into like the meat and potatoes of these deals. There's definitely a lot more going on, but uh, what's what else is on here? I'm trying to look. What was the most like? What was like a recent deal that happened? I'm all over the place because yeah. I mean, there's a lot. It, it's very difficult to pinpoint I mean, because there's the, there's the NFL so is many absolutely chaotic. Well, Chris, what what was your opinion on Devo- releasing Devontae Freeman? Um, I mean, I could just. I don't go think through. there's been a lot of running backs that have been signed other than like George no, Howard. No, not many at all. No. Um, honestly, I was uh, again. I kind of saw it coming. He was injured. Um, he's been injured basically since his breakout year in that Super Bowl year. He hasn't really played much. He's had concussions, knee injuries, uh, things along those lines. How do I still lines. win my fantasy league with him on my team? I I don't because know because I uh, because I benched or I, because I left in. Um, who was it? Who did I leave in that was that was injured and didn't realize until the last moment? I don't, I don't even know. Who it was of course Wait, I let it slip in the week sixteen. Who did I verse in the championship? Me. It, what, it was you in it the championship. Me, yeah. Well, it's like two years in a row. Yeah. But I mean, I I wasn't. I understood because, you know, as we talked about, um, we did bring on another tight end. And then something that we didn't talk about is the Falcons also signed Dante Fowler. Um, so, you know, yes, yes. So, yes. in order to bring these two guys on, they signing. needed cap room. And in my eyes, Freeman had a very big contract. The year after the Super Bowl, he got a very big contract. 
And Which if, he deserved after the year he had. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. And then from that point on, he was having injuries, he wasn't performing well. Um, so in my eyes, if he's not going to be performing, he's going to be on the IR most of the season, and you're going to be using these second, third string running backs anyway. Why keep that big contract when you could you need more parts? It's going to lock up your cap. Exactly. So I, I 100% understood that deal. Um, and again, I, I, I did like him. I really liked him as a player, but if he's not going to be playing, it's kind of hard to... To keep him on the roster when you know you need that money now, and and there could be more moves in the near future and draft picks. How did I forget about this? But the Jaguars ended up signing uh, former Browns inside linebacker Joe Schobert, who was in talks to probably sign with the Giants. Classic on hard five next. years, fifty three point seventy five million dollars, twenty two point five million guaranteed. So he's going from a team that he ended up making the Pro Bowl when they were like what, like one and what, like. Yeah, they, they won like awful. one game when they were like went slowly went from zero to one game to two games and then slowly flipping over. Now you're back to a team that could probably be in that same spot. So glad you got the money, but uh, if you're looking to win, I don't know if that's exactly going to happen. Jared McKinnon is coming back to the 49ers. Don't know how because we, we talked about this. Their running back depth is insane. Yeah, they got Jeff Wilson, uh, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman is on another another year deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. he signed a two year deal. I think it's ten million. And now he's back for another year, but they rotated with all three of those guys. Now they're looking to bring back Jarek McKinnon, and I don't know how he's going to fit with all those guys, but we'll have to see. Let's see. What was the most recent sign? Who did the Saints sign? Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins, you're right. Yeah, so he signed a big deal with them, too. It was like another three-year deal that was absolutely massive. What do you think of him going back there? I think he was originally, like, what's his position right now because he was drafted um, at a different position he, he's listed he's as a corner as a, he's listed as a free safety, safety. He's what listed, was he, he was drafted as a, corner. As a corner. i believe right so yeah yeah was, he's listed as a safety he got a four-year 32 million dollar uh contract with new orleans um so yeah he he's on his way back i was very surprised when that happened because you know he was very like he was kind of a cornerstone of that eagles defense yes i i, be, I think so as well so um, uh eight deals on March 17th, and I'm sure there's more now, especially including the um, the Andrew Whitworth deal. But the Chargers, Brian Bulaga, three years, $30 million. Ravens, same thing. Michael Brockers, um, Cardinals, Jordan Phillips, Giants, Blake Martinez, Lions, Jamie Collins. That was a big one. Eric Flowers on the Dolphins. Shaq Lawson on the Dolphins. The Jets, George Fant, three for 30. Pretty popular. And I think they're going to continue to do that. And I talked about this with Chris. That The way that deal works is like – if you keep him for one year, you give him the second year the benefit of the doubt. And if he's bad, it's like, well, it's the end of his contract. Yeah. Might as well keep him. It's like just enough not to cut someone. So I think that's kind of that's going to be like a, a very friendly deal for a lot of players in the near future. So very smart on their part. So the Eagles ended up bringing back Rodney McLeod on a two-year deal. Ooh. What happened? Nothing yet, but uh, as I mentioned, Dante Fowler got signed with um, the, Falcons. the Falcons, and he actually tweeted out to Todd Gurley, and he he's trying to get him on. He's trying to get him to join the Falcons. Um, it would make sense, but yeah, at I the same but at the same time, he's just gonna be in the same position he was before. Well, that's the thing, and and, and as losing I mentioned, goal line work. Well, I mean, and as I mentioned, you know, the reason that the Falcons moved on from Freeman because of the injury problems and he wasn't producing the same way. And I feel like that's essentially what was happening with Gurley. He got injured and he wasn't able to get back to that workhorse kind of role that he had. So, um, you know, it would be interesting. I, I think at this point, I think everybody in that front office knows that their job is on the line and they're just trying to do anything possible in order to keep their jobs. Trey Wayne's got, yeah, you said it earlier, three yeah. years, 42 million. Oh yes. The Bengals, what are you doing? <laughs> he wasn't the but they were because they released B. W. Webb, former Giant. Wow, 
<laughs> All they've done so far is the franchise tag on AJ Green, DJ Reader, four years, fifty-three million dollars. That's huge. And wow. Trey Wayne's three years, forty-two million. That's all they've done. Yeah, so I mean, far. if you want, I have it filtered right now with almost all the deals. If you want to ask by team, I can tell you. Yeah, we could always do that. Yeah, Falcons officially released Devontae Freeman. Talked about a second ago. They also got rid of True Cowboys ended up about. re-signing Sean Lee, who was in talks to go to the Giants, too. Well, now the the whole thing with that, I think we touched on this in the other podcast. Why would you re-sign him? I, I think, honestly, He's I think injured every other day. I think there's yeah. something with Leighton Van Der Esch that didn't come out yet. Because he was out all most of last year. And there were talks that something might have happened. I have a feeling that he's there's something that they're, they're not saying. An injury. Yes, I have a feeling that it's a little bit more serious when than he what was they, playing. He was oh, he was really good. He was incredible. But that's what I'm saying. They were looking at it as oh, he was going to be like the successor for for Sean Lee. And now the fact that they're bringing him back and they didn't think they were going to bring him back, I have a feeling something something's going on with him that they haven't really discussed. It could yet. be. It could also just be Sean Lee thinking he has another year or so in him. That's true. And, and I mean, like he's been productive for them for a long time. Exactly. I wouldn't put it past healthy, them yes. to work it out and give him another couple of years. Exactly. So you never know. But that is a good point you raise. So Bills offseason, uh, they traded for Stephon Diggs. They signed uh, Mario Addison. They signed Josh Norman. There's they a, signed AJ Klein. There's they, a good chance they signed Melvin Gordon. Like you mentioned earlier, yep. They signed Quentin Spain. They signed Quentin Jefferson. They signed Vernon Butler. They extended Jordan, Por- Jordan Poyer, who was phenomenal for them last season. Yes. And it's still it still goes on. They're making some moves, that division. They're I mean, not- they're seeing their opportunity, and they're trying to seize it. I understand. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes 100% sense. And, uh, again, you know, the two, I'd say, are two or three main positions right now that are going to be, you know, really paid, that are going to put a dent on that. Salary cap would be your quarterbacks, your running backs, and your receivers. They've been getting a lot of big contracts, and they don't have anybody on big contracts on that team. They're going to have to pay Trey White they, soon. They, they will, but I'm saying my point is that's why they're able to make these moves because they don't have the, that huge contract in one of those positions that's kind of like weighing down their cap. I want to talk about a big name that we haven't mentioned yet, and he's still not signed. He's a free agent, Javon Clowney. Right. He's um, not reaching. He's not getting the he's not demand getting the, he thought. The deals that he he's wants. not getting what he wants. And he's looking for 20 mil. He's looking for 20 mil a year. And if you were to think about it, he's kind of in a decent spot because, for one thing, on your resume already is like former number one pick, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I did. It was okay with Pro the Bowls, Texans. Pro Bowl, he only made like one Pro Bowl, I think. He had so, an All Pro season, didn't he? I think so, probably. But Pro in terms of Pro Bowls, I yeah. mean, um, whatever. But I, I, again, he had a solid season with the Seahawks as well, and a lot of teams are not biting on that type of deal that he wants so how would you feel about that if that was you it's like i deserve there, this there, money and i'm the, again the it. thing with clowny is that there aren't too many spots at the moment where it would make sense where it would be a perfect fit and if he was looking for 20 million at least he not for what he, he should have done that a couple of days ago yeah it's like you could have found someone that was willing to spit money at you like that but now it's just not going to happen no what do you guys think of uh wait hold on i want to continue talking about jadavian clowny because i almost forgot this next guy but Jadavian Clowney, the thing is, where is he more than likely to go? Because a lot of people were saying that the Giants were to grab him. I mm-hmm. personally would have wanted Unique Ngakwe, but you have to trade for him. So it's like if you want to sign someone directly, Jadavian Clowney is the way to go. And you probably have to hope for getting a Chase Young in the draft if you want that defensive end because you just had to tag Leonard Williams because you gave up a third and a fifth for him, I think, to the Jets. Yes. And you're kind of stuck, and he kind of had the leverage for that. So now he's going to get paid that money for one year. But Jadavian Clowney... He's a solid player. Needs to get signed somewhere. He's gonna and apparently he's look. He has to lower his pay right now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, when you when you look at it, when somebody comes out and reports this that uh, you know, oh, he was looking for this demand and there wasn't much demand. Now some teams that might have been interested in signing somebody and thought, oh, you know, he's too expensive for us. Now he's. I imagine you know for the Giants, for example, where they you said you know they they don't have a ton of cap space now to sign some people or some other teams that might be in the need for a D end. 
they might be able to leverage this now because if he's not getting deals, they he they he if he wants to play, he might take. I think he's going to take a cheaper deal than twenty million a year. I mean, you, you might be looking at like a fifteen, sixteen million dollars a year at that point if he's getting nothing. We'll have to see what happens. But the Cowboys ended up signing defensive lineman Gerald McCoy to a three-year deal. That's a pretty solid signing. To that be is a good signing. Yes. Yeah. He's and it sucks. He's in the NFC East now. <laughs> he's going to wreak havoc in there. But they're also interested in signing veteran wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, probably to like a two two-year deal, probably kind of similar to what yeah. Randall Cobb signed, veteran guy. Um, they're signing everyone but the guy they mainly have to sign, which is Dak Prescott. And talking about Dak Prescott for a second, it's like there's a lot of things going on in the market that's going to benefit him. So for one thing, it's like Philip Rivers, and then it's like Tom Brady whenever that deal comes out and a bunch of other deals. And it's the fact that you signed your wide receiver back for five years, $100 million, but it's like he's not getting signed yet. I still think he's going to take a lower cost. He's not going to get $34 million like he thinks he's going to, but he will – eventually gets signed. I never I never saw this for some reason. The Lions signed former Browns and Patriots defensive tackle Danny Shelton. That's pretty solid, so that's a good replacement for Snacks Harrison. Yeah. Um, this was a big one. And, Matt, I know you like this dude. Broncos ended up sending a seventh-round pick to Tennessee for Jarrell Casey. Jarrell Casey, yeah, he's... He, Amazing. It, it, seventh. A seventh-round pick. That's disrespectful. That's actually, that's, yeah, it is disrespectful. He was... Um, Immensely he was an elite defensive. He made pro, the Pro Bowl five consecutive seasons on the ta- on the on the Titans. Yes, I I, I honestly like that's, that's. I can't wrap my head around shot. that. I didn't know it was a seventh. Actually, now that I'm a reading seventh. it, seventh. That's wow. That's how? pretty bad. I don't know how a seventh is like nothing. Bag of chips. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Panthers ended up releasing Eric Reed. That was a big one. Yeah, I'm kind of doing some housekeeping now, just running through. That was a big one. He mm-hmm. said he's looking to sign somewhere else. And another big one that we didn't mention, but BDN ended up going to the Bears for a fourth-round pick. We talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. How is he going to fit in with Chicago? Because now you're picking up that contract. You're not going to sign Cam um, or trade for Cam. or do Well, they were looking and to release he, him, yeah. probably sign him, but now you can't do that because now you're picking up that four-year, $88 million deal one year down, three more to go. I mean, I, pretty big I'm just not a huge fan of the idea of him being – you know, a starting quarterback, because I know I don't like to throw in history and statistics all the time, uh, but, but you know, most of the times that he has been a starting quarterback, he has not had a lot of success. Um, so I feel like, you know, him going to the It's because Nagy Bears, worked with him when he was on the, ch- the Chiefs for like two yeah. seconds. So, so him going to the Bears, like, you know, I understand they needed an upgrade at quarterback. Everybody was agreeing with that. Even Bears fans will come out just gonna and they'll come be the first them, ones though, to say. It doesn't come work out. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like the Jaguars took a big leap, and now the, the Bears are taking that big leap. Um, and I mean, you know, I, th- me, obviously me personally, I think it's an upgrade over Mitch Trubisky. Uh, but I, but again, I think it's, you're taking on a lot of money for that and he doesn't have a crazy amount of weapons. I don't think around him. I mean, you said they just got Jimmy Graham. Um, who was their, they have their main guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Alan Robinson. Yes. Who, who's doing he's well been very for them. outspoken on Twitter about the bears. I mean, he's been doing well for them, but other than that, I mean, the Montgomery is looking promising as a young running back. Uh, but around him, you know, he doesn't have many established guys. So I feel like, um, I think it's, it mirrors a little bit of when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. They they didn't have anything, I don't think, too crazy in terms of their offense. I think they were like all around pretty respectable. Um, but again, he didn't play that whole season. So I feel like history tends to repeat itself. And I don't think as a full time quarterback, he he's done great. So I want to. I'm trying to remember what exactly happened, but so. When the Rams 
Yo, when they lost Dante Fowler to the Falcons, yes, he signed a three-year, forty-eight million dollar deal with mm-hmm. with Atlanta. Um, and that way, and then the Bears, well, the Rams ended up signing former Bears linebacker Leonard Floyd to a one-year deal, thirteen million. A lot of people say he's bad, but let's see what he does when he ends up over there in L.A. Uh, Eli Apple went to the Raiders. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> not much to say there, to be quite honest with you. And then we had the Chargers deal with uh, Chris Harris, uh, pretty solid deal, veteran guy, still pretty solid. Um, so they didn't. So the Chargers didn't get Brady, but they ended up tagging Hunter Henry for one year. They extended Austin Eckler before Melvin Gordon, so that's that was kind of the first indication yeah. that Melvin Gordon would be out. Um, and it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, like, I, I remember we the exact number, but it. It, it was huge. They traded for a guard, Trey Turner. They signed uh, Brian Bulaga, and then they signed Linval Joseph, signed Chris Harris. So pretty solid. But the thing is, they still haven't really filled in that quarterback spot. They're trying to start Tyrod Taylor and. Every other place he's gone to where teams announced he was going to start, when has that ever worked out? I don't know. Never. I don't think it's going to work out this time either. Um, yeah, Andrew Whitworth came back to the Rams on a three-year deal. We mentioned that before, too. Kai Forbath, I think, will be probably the number one kicker to probably draft in fantasy next year. Um, he hit a perfect 10 for 10, and they kicked all the time. So he had, like, 30 points all the time as a kicker. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals signed Devon, Devin Kennard. Devon Kennard, right? The Cardinals, yeah, they also... um, Yeah, they signed Kennard to a three-year deal. They also, just today, like a couple hours ago, they also got Devondre Campbell, who also was a former Falcons linebacker. Yeah. Uh, So they're obviously trying to beef up at linebacker right now, getting those two guys. Uh, It's a big addition for them. The Seahawks ended up bringing back Bruce Irvin. What do you think of that? A bit old, so I'm 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 very surprised that they were willing to go out. and He bounced around a lot after leaving. He did. Yes, he did. I didn't anticipate him coming back. I was thinking he was leaning towards retirement. Yeah, I so, mean, so he, this comes as a bit of a surprise. But I would—I'm not totally shocked. Is that defense has taken a couple hits recently, especially since they're most likely losing Clowney. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. But yeah, I don't think he's going to be this huge pass rusher like he was when he no, was initially there because they lost basically everybody. You're just bringing a familiar face back. Exactly. It's just the fact that Pete Carroll's still there. That, exactly. You know, Bring someone you know back in. Um, so the exact deal for Malcolm Jenkins going back to the Saints is a four-year deal worth up to $35 million, $16.25 million guaranteed. I kind of like him going back to the Saints, to be quite honest with you. I think he's going to have a... I totally saw that coming. Before it happened, I knew it. I, I saw feel like even when he was on the Eagles, it's like, you know, you want to Well, I, I saw that, he, I saw that <laughs> they weren't going to move forward with him. He hated being on the and... Eagles after winning the Super Bowl. They treated yeah. him poorly. They didn't want to give him a and, deal. And he held thing. out. I knew. I was talking to Mark. We were eating the other day, and I was just like, "He's he's gonna go to the Saints," and he's like, "Yeah, you think so?" I'm like, "He's he's going to the Saints, Mark. It's it's happening. He's going back." Yeah. Uh, Vikings reached an agreement with former Ravens defensive tackle Michael Pierce on a three-year, twenty-seven million dollar deal. That's a good amount of money. He's, it he's is not bad, especially for a player who's been mostly kind of unremarkable. Yeah, he, he wasn't anything special, but he's not by any means a bad. I think the no, Vikings are. Bad. I think the Vikings are just panicking because Mike Zimmer's they're, gonna be he's gonna be fired. They're, they're losing people. Do you think so? As we mentioned, yeah. I don't think he should. And I guess who's going to be their interim head coach? Gary Kubiak, no, baby. They want no, that. Don't need the cubes back. I, I don't like – you know how annoyed I was? When the Falcons were looking for offensive coordinators before they got Dirk Cutter, they wanted him. And and they said no. They said you can't interview him. Listen, I knew it was going to be shady when the Vikings brought in Gary Kubiak because he got brought in as an offensive assistant. Yeah. And I'm like, where is this going? Kevin Stefanski is a really solid, solid play caller, so I think they everyone knew that he was going to be signed by a team in the offseason. He goes to the Browns. Gary Kubiak, oh, I'm here. Why don't I call the plays? Yep. And when they need someone to blame for sucking this year, because I think the Vikings yep. are going to take a big 
tumble. Uh, a big a big tumble because they just we forgot the another big signing, which is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, they he got a he, extension he got for extension, two years, yeah. sixty million dollars. I might like be that? in the minority, but I think I think a, you mixed up Drew Brees' deal and Kirk I, Cousins. I, I think it, deal. yeah, I think I, it was, I might was be in the which is mind boggling. I think it's a good deal. Kirk Cousins has been a major help to the Vikings over the past couple of years. For what though? For what? You think, are you, because he's overpaid. Well, for one thing, he's overpaid. But it's like can, where the Vikings agree, were. It's like that we're one round away from going to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And now you're back to doing nothing and overpaying I, a I dude with Case Keenum at the time. Back to, they were they were just they, yeah they lost to the team that eventually made it to the Super Bowl out of that conference. But I wouldn't say they're doing nothing. I think they're still a formidable team. Their defense is taking some hits that they're going to have to address. I don't think necessarily they're going to be as successful. But as what they did were. they do this year? But that's it was memorable in any it way. It wasn't due to Kirk form. Cousins, though. But see, I don't think I think exactly what you just said, where their defense is taking hits and they're going to need to rebuild that. I don't think you should be giving an extension to some guy that already has a massive deal. I think you need to be spending that on defense because it, it was that's not. A, that's a fair point. It, I don't think it, it wasn't even his contract year. Well, I talked. To, well, I talked about it with you, and it's like they're in a tough spot because you sign him to that three-year, eighty-four million dollar deal, all of it guaranteed. Exactly. His agent is balling right now. But oh the yeah. The thing is, it's like you can't really start from start from scratch with a new quarterback in, in the draft because yeah. everyone's getting paid. At the time, Stephon Diggs, when he was still on the team, yeah. got paid. Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen got, got paid. paid. Kyle Rudolph got paid. A lot of the guys on defense got paid. And we're a round away from going to the Super Bowl, so we have to bring in a guy who has the experience, who's supposed to come in. And when the initial signing happened, I'm like, that's pretty solid because he didn't go to the Jets. He didn't go to the Niners. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to Jacksonville. He goes to the Vikings, who are a pretty solid team. Just didn't think he'd want to go there. But now it's kind of like you extend him again, and the first couple years of him being on that contract, giving him all this money, you haven't done much of anything. And that's the thing. I, I That's what I mean. I mean, you know, he definitely – I think he should get – a decent amount of money. He's been respectable this year. He took him to the playoffs, um, beat a team that they no one thought they were going to beat yeah, in a, a huge in, in a game in a team in the dome where that team doesn't lose. The only time that they've lost in the playoffs in that time was against the Rams, against and we all Rams. know what happened there. Um, but you know, I just don't think that that was needed at the moment. I think you you see all these guys walking on defense. I think you need to address the problem and not build up reassurance on the offense because you let Diggs go. I mean, you have Thielen, you have Rudolph, um, Dalvin Cook is still there, but and they finally decided to run but, him. And and the whole thing that the problem that was happening last year was they were saying, you know, that offense was just not getting it going. They they just could not score at certain games. And if you're letting defenses walk, you were winning games last year that you know your defense might have held you into the game a little bit. That's not that I don't think that's going to be the case this if year. If they didn't beat that the Saints in that, you know, I mean, what round was it? First round. The it was they beat the Saints in the wild card round. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. So it's like they lost in the if, divisional round to the Niners. If it wasn't for that game, yes, to send him to the divisional round, would he have gotten signed? Do you still think he would have gotten that? Deal? I don't think he would have gotten the extension because that was a big win. I, it's like no one was expecting that. I don't think he would have gotten the extension. I think if that had happened, I don't think anything. But by that logic, do you think he doesn't deserve it because of that? No, no. I think honestly, I don't think he did, I don't well. Listen, he deserves the money because it's like whatever he did with yeah. the Redskins, it's like you should have got paid by the Redskins in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So finding somewhere else to go, you know, there's a lot of teams in the bidding to try mm-hmm. to give him some money. So whatever money he's made up to this point, could, you know, cool. But extending him already and just tossing money at him, that's that was the that's wrong not going to solve every single problem and, you have. Yeah, and I think... I mean, maybe they were back to, to a corner with that, and it's like, what are we going to do? We're not going to wait another year and then negotiate this later. We've got to just extend him because it's like, he only signed a three-year deal. That's not too long. Yeah. It wasn't I, like I, a five-year deal kind of like how... Well, what did what did Russell Wilson do? Like a four-year... I, I think it was a four- or five-year deal. Million, but he's going to be there for the long Which is long. absolutely deserved. Yeah. yeah. 
And, yeah. But, but, but do you feel whole... like that with that contract with Kirk Cousins? No, but with the whole Kirk Cousins thing, I don't feel like that. I think the only reason that we mentioned that he got that contract extension is because of that playoff game, and I think that playoff game could have only helped him, as we saw, and not hurt him. If they lost, everyone would have said, oh, well, no one expected them to go in and win anyway. The Saints were favorites to win the Super Bowl. Um, I know you talk to many people. I guarantee if you go back on our podcast, that's been mentioned in the past. During that whole season that the Saints were, you know, if not making the Super Bowl, going to go a deep run in the playoffs. And the fact that he went in and beat them helped him. That was a big upset. If he lost... I don't think it would have been all on him. I think they would have been okay because no one expected them to win. Real quick thing before we finish off all the rest of the contracts up to this point in time, because again, again, as we shut this off, there's, there's going to be something more. that comes out. But um, what did you guys think of Drew Brees saying in the Pro Bowl to everyone that he was going to retire and then eventually saying, I want to come back and make another Super Bowl run? Because so it's kind of like he's going thing. backwards because you, you keep making it to that second round and things keep happening. Well, they even ended up changing the rules yeah, for pass interference. And then they didn't make it this well, that's year. The, 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 the first thing that I thought of is that we brought up was we mentioned on the podcast that the reason Russell Wilson was moving and letting Drew Brees get the start, Eric and I had talked on the podcast and we said, mm, that might be leaning towards him retiring. That's a weird thing to, to do. So th- once that came out, I said, all right, it, it was for that reason. That was the reason Russell Wilson got away from with the start. Also, now we know for sure, this, this is just kind of a narrative thing, but we now know for sure that that – uh, esteemed Breeze Brady Super Bowl that everyone wanted mm-hmm. is not going to happen. No, they're both in the NFC now. Yeah, it could be an NFC. I mean, I love to see them go up I, against each other yeah. twice a and year. And also, the Bucks are going to verse the Giants this year. Yeah, so That's I mean, it, big it, thing. it's going to be interesting. I think. Um, oh, people said it, I think it might be a home game for the Giants, so the Giants should put Eli in the Ring of Honor that night. Yeah, that wow. Tom Brady comes to town. So they should. I mean, I think that. I the think Brady would love that. Would... I, I don't know. I don't know why no, I think he he's chose salty a tweet. About it. I don't know why he, he gets salty about the tuck rule. Yeah, he does. Have you ever how, seen that video? How is he going to get salty about no, 2001? But have you ever seen that video? It's the most awkward yeah. thing ever. The yeah. one with Charles Woodson interviewing him about the tuck rule. No, he was I've like, seen it. He was like, so let's just get this out of the way. Um, the tuck rule. And, he, and then Tom Brady just sat there in silence. He's like, why? Why, why are you asking this right I now? I mean, Tom Brady was on, on the winning side of the tuck rule. He was. But he just hates talking about it. Yeah. So imagine talking about Eli Manning all the time. You, th- you think all th- we talk about it all the time. That's like, oh, you should have two more Super Bowl rings. But yeah. you won't Fairly have it ever because of Eli Manning. So I'm sure he's, he's mad about that. Um, all right, let's continue on here. Uh, oh, so the Seahawks keep continuing to beef up their O-linemen with, by signing offensive tackle Cedric Obwehi. <laughs> I don't know how to say that any other way. But Lions end up signing uh, former... Falcons cornerback Desmond Trufant, two-year, $20 million deal, $21 million deal, $14 million guaranteed, replace yeah. Darius Slay. Don't know how good of a replacement that'll be. I don't know. I don't even know if you like Trufant all that much. Did you? I liked him. At, but again, same thing with Freeman. He had some injury history, and when he was on the field, he was a great corner. Um, and then, again, last year he had he had a good year in terms of interceptions, uh, but but he was having some struggles. And, you know, that, that I think partially had to do with him getting injured and injured and just not being able to get into that groove. They were, they were true fine. His ceiling wasn't the highest, but he had a pretty high floor. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. reliable, but he was never going to be elite. Yeah, and I mean, I think honestly... That's what, and that's honestly what you want out of a corner. Exactly. And I At think, least for one of them. Yeah, and I think the reason they moved on again with him is very similar situation, is that they were trying to bring in some new guys, whether signing or whatever. And in the past, we have everybody around Trufant is relatively younger. Our other corners right. and, and safeties are pretty young. He was a veteran presence in comparison. Exactly. Him. So I feel like, you know, they were kind of like, all right, this is kind of the neck. We got to move forward with this process now. Um, we, we need to sign new people in other positions, and we can't afford this contract. It wasn't anything crazy, but 
again, a player that wasn't on the field that much, you're not getting much use out of him. You might as well just move forward. Brown signed safety Carl Joseph. Don't know the details on that deal, but that should be a pretty good signing for the Browns. Uh, Giants got an offensive tackle, so who knows what that means for everybody, <laughs> Nate Solder. Uh, but we'll see what happens. And then um, the Rams ended up signing a uh, defensive tackle, Sean Robinson, to a two-year, $17 million deal. I think that should that's a pretty good signing. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good signing. There's not much else I can say there. So I'm on the free agents available right now. There's Jadavian Clowney. Melvin Gordo could potentially be going to the Bills. We'll keep I, monitoring that. Uh, it's unlikely? I'd say likely. Oh, say like, I'd, I think I'd it's likely, too, it. actually. Um, Logan Ryan, he's about to sign an extension with Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Well, Robbie Anderson could get an extension with the Jets. Yeah, they 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 want to keep. They him. should. They should. Yeah, Von Bell, Marcus Golden, who was really solid for the Giants. So I hate to see him go, but it's the fact that Betcher brought him back in because he used to be a Cardinal. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, who could get signed by the Cowboys. We'll see what happens there. Nadavigang Sue, who's been tossed around the league for a couple of years. Andrews Pete. Uh, Eric Ebron, Tony Jefferson, Shelby Harris, Jameis Winston. So we'll have to see where those guys go. Uh, Darius Slay, like you mentioned before, signed the uh, massive deal after being traded by the Lions to the Eagles. Big deal by the Eagles, by the way. That's probably one of the bigger... They, they've been looking for a corner for a very, very long time and just couldn't see to yeah, land one for some reason. Now they finally get it. And, and once you let go of Malcolm Jenkins, you need to beef up that secondary you need someone else back there and this should be very scary because the eagles defensive coordinator jim schwartz was the lions head coach when they drafted darius slay and he's been he's been a beast ever since then so that should say something the highest average annual value uh by current uh cornerback contracts let's take a look here darius slay 16.6 like we mentioned earlier byron jones 16.5 zavian zavian howard right under uh, Byron Jones, 15.1. James Bradbury, 14.5. We'll have to see how that plays out. And Patrick Peterson, 14.01. Free Patrick Peterson. Uh, Tredavious White, Jalen Ramsey, Marlon Humphrey, and Marshawn Lattimore are all in line for mega contracts. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, too. Uh, Rams are in, <laughs> it said Rams were in discussion to trade Todd Gurley. ended up being released. And, he, of course, that tweet came out right. that – he got fired on his day off. Rams have made wide receiver Brandon Cooks available for trade. That should be able to happen. Wouldn't be surprised if like a team like the Bills also try to grab him for some reason. I don't know. I feel like that that that's exactly happen. what happened because uh, he signed like a five year mega deal yeah. that he probably shouldn't have gotten. Um, the Vikings' departures this off season was Stephon Diggs, Trey Wayans, Linval Joseph, Josh Klein, Xavier Rhodes, Mackenzie Alexander, Jaron J- Curse. Um, uh, Stephen Weatherly, my bad. I almost said like Stephen Curry. Like I was about to say that for some reason. Uh, David and David Morgan also. Uh, Everson Griffin is still a free agent, but they could bring him back. Anthony Harris was tagged, but might be traded. Um, and then all they did was resign their quarterback, because that's going to solve all your problems. So anyway, but you get it, but you don't. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, uh, the Niners released Mike Person, so we'll have to see where he goes as well. Joe Flacco got released earlier today, yes. so now we're kind of in Drew Locke. the current events as of what's going on, and I'm sure we've missed a lot too. But yeah, they're gonna move on with Drew Locke. I like Drew Locke, and that's three with Flacco. That's three Super Bowl MVP quarterbacks in Nick Foles, Joe Flacco, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady making headlines just today. Yeah, well, I guess Brady was yesterday, but in in the last couple of days. Yeah. So the Cardinals in the this offseason, they re-signed Larry Fitzgerald, which I wouldn't even doubt he's going to come back again. Oh, yeah. He wanted to play. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And they re-signed DJ Humphreys. They transitioned to Kenyon Drake. That's going to be huge for them because he yeah. actually he did really, really solid for them. They trade for DeAndre Hopkins. That's a huge one. They signed Jordan Phillips. Signed Devon Kennard. They signed uh, Devondre Campbell and got rid of David Johnson's contract, and he was owed like $10 million this year, all for being benched and everything like that. Um, Melvin Gordon's not looking. He's probably not going to get a deal with the Chargers, which we already know. 
And then we're back to Sean Payne with the coronavirus. I don't know if you guys saw his update here, but he's chilling. Mm-hmm. He said he has no symptoms right now, which is re- it's really scary about this virus is because you could be spreading it. But, um, yeah, we're back to what's going on now. And if anything comes up, we'll definitely let you guys know. So we're ending the podcast right here. Thank you guys for listening. Before, I really appreciate uh, it. But b- before we go wrap for it. up. Go for it. Anything you got. Uh, before we wrap up, I just want to give a quick shout out. Um, if you are a hockey fan looking for a podcast to kill your time in this quarantine, might I suggest the best new show revolving around beer and the NHL brews and Bruins hosted by my dear friend and upcoming sports journalist, Cam Hasbrook will fill the hole in your heart that the cancellation of the NHL season has left behind. That is brews and Bruins on all the major streaming services like Apple music and Spotify. Give it a listen. You will not be disappointed. Just quick plug right there. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be happy about that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other signings we're missing because just NF- so many, too many to track. Too many to track, and I tried keeping it as current it, as possible. It is very and of course, chaotic. Tom Brady was the big one, and we did that first. So we got that out of the way, and more will come. We'll see what his deal is, and it should be like a two-year deal. So it might be another type deal, kind of like you know Drew Brees get like two, maybe two years, sixty million or something like that, something in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we do what we could in this podcast, and there's definitely going to be more. Next Nothing's week, done yet. There's still next a big week we'll list. There will be, have like 30, be more before more. the end of the day. We're trying sure. to catch yeah. up and I think everything that's going on in the world right now. But for as as much as is going yeah. on, we got what we could. We could. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely thank you guys for stopping and doing this. Thank you for having thank me. You, yeah. These tough times. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely be back next week to um, do another episode on what either we've missed or the new signings that we haven't gotten to see yet. So thank you guys for listening. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe on our YouTube. It's franchise tag podcast didn't even record this one so but if you want to do that we'll have some more in the future if you want subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts. leave a five-star review if you can um and you can also listen to the podcast on any other streaming platform you have such as spotify google podcast slash music feel free to do that was it like you know google play is that what that's what it's called and if you haven't also go follow uh, the twitter and instagram accounts at franchise tag pod updates and everything going on um, in the football world, you should be able to find on our Twitter. Very active on Twitter, by the way. Every every single move that comes uh, out, I'm sure it's either retweeted or replied. And there, and of course, sometimes it comes out with 400 likes on a tweet. So I'm I'm sure I'm going to try to get some more of those. Um, but definitely keep the keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. We'll leave it here, and um, we'll see you next week. Take care.